Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. We are coming to you live on Twitch.tv every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. This is Adventure 46. Uh, thanks for joining us. Glad to have you here. Uh, if you want to check out this uh, video, you can check it out on YouTube, on Twitch. You can also listen to us on every podcast in the known world. Check out all of that and much more on our website, ingloriousbards.com. So we recently, last week, just had our 110th random episode celebration, celebrating uh, three seasons and 110 adventures we've been on. It was great. It was fun. I highly recommend checking that out once Tim posts it. And uh, it's absolutely great. Someone posted a question on there saying, why do you have Jeremy always do the recap every single time? It would be great to have someone else do it uh, to get a different perspective on how things go and i thought that sounded like an excellent idea and since we just had a landmark change there of that celebration we're going to shake things up and we're going to get a recap of our last adventure adventure 45 and this time we will have it given by Jeremy, Jeremy, go ahead and give us the recap, please. Thanks, Tom. It's nice to do this for the first time. I'm very excited. Uh, okay, so we... Uh, so to start with, uh, we found out maybe that Raineth attacked Edlin home. It could have been a vision. It could have been an actual thing that happening, but the script made it seem really, really bad. Uh, good thing Portmer was there and shot him with a golden arrow that probably banished him. But we don't actually know that if that actually happened because all of the defenders were up north. They had just come out of defeating their own great beast, a dragon, Vodak the White. And with some visions that uh, Master Yaru received from a crystal shard, we started heading northeast to follow the directions of, of what was going to be happening out of that. And up north, it was a miserable storm that we were traveling through up until we encountered a slush wall it appeared there was a lot of melting snow hitting some sort of a barrier we were able to pass through it and found that there was a not bad weather part of the forest it seemed like it was actually summer in there with the exception of the fact that there was this great ice geyser coming out of the middle and creating a weird canopy that seemed all the storm was was pouring out and around while we were investigating xander fell down holes Sildren got shot at by an arrow, and we found out that the guy shooting the arrows was another gnome. It was a, an, an underground gnome named Dwick. Uh, Dwick apparently had been a, uh, a slave of the Colium Guard and was forced to feed them food. Well, he decided to work with us because Sildren is very convincing, and uh, he, we went to the lake where uh, he drops the food off, which had a giant hole in it, the same hole that that ice shaft was coming up and out of. After some investigation and some flying and floating around by Master Yaru, he found that not only is this ice shaft coming straight out of the middle of this lake with a perfectly made hole in the middle of it, but there was actually an outcropping as well. And that if we were very careful, we could get down and actually get into where this ice blast is coming out of and possibly where the Colium guards come from as well. Uh, Dwick informed us of the bites that we found out about, these tentacled black creatures that actually lived in the water. We learned to not go in the water the hard way for Palik and Piercy. But the rest of us were able to get out over the top, the feather fall our way down in if we couldn't fly, and made it inside the lake and now going into this icy tunnel. That's where we left off. That's where we're going next. 
So without any further ado, thanks again for letting me do the recap for the first time. Let the adventure begin. Our heroes explore a very deep lake known as the Endless Pond. They explore not in a boat, not even swimming, but rather within the lake itself. They have descended through a magical hole out in the middle of the lake, 50 feet down. There, they have found a dry corridor of ice leading through the lake beneath the water. Standing on a floor of ice with walls of water on the sides, the heroes marvel at this surreal location. This place is amazing, weird, super odd, cold, and it looks like it'll flood and drown us at any second, but still amazing. Uh, everyone, uh, keep your weapons at the ready. Uh, who knows what lies at the end of this corridor? A huge column of snow and ice blasts down the middle of this corridor. The heroes stand to either side, being careful not to get caught in the cold. The snow blast doesn't relent. It continuously shoots past them and then angles up the vertical opening in the lake and out into the sky. It is clear that something powerful awaits us down this hall. Something cold, something dangerous. An ill-tempered white dragon, perhaps. Master Yaru nods as he leads the way further down the corridor. Sildren lags behind and peers through the floor of ice down into the further depths of hey, the Hey, Sildren! Oh, I've seen that look before! What's the matter, Sildren? Sildren! What is, what is it? Don't sit there and be quiet. You tell me what it is! I'm sorry, I was thinking it's uh, nothing. Maybe nothing. Maybe something. You know that deep sound I heard earlier? Oh, yeah. You mean the terrifying rumble that you said sounded like a kraken, but totally couldn't be a kraken because kraken don't live in lakes, and everyone knows that krakens aren't even real? Well, yes, that sound. Well, well, when we first arrived, there was dark blue water far beneath this ice floor. So? So, now there's a huge dark formation down there like a like a mountain shifted before us or something very large down there well that doesn't sound completely terrifying no need to panic no one to panic just everyone stay calm and nobody to look, look down through the ice uh come on Helena. you take my hand let's catch up with the others xander you're pulling too hard you're hurting me and is your hand trembling <laughs> What? No, no, don't be silly. What does Sildred know about horrific mountain-sized sea creatures anyway? Just keep moving in. Any more questions? 
The heroes continue down this surreal corridor with a floor and ceiling of ice and walls of flowing water. With the blast of ice and snow down the center of this hallway, the heroes can just make out strange shrieking sounds from up ahead. So again, it's a very odd visual location. You are inside a very deep vertical lake. You are in a corridor. Ceiling and floor are cold ice. The walls on the left and right are water that just slowly goes down, like maybe some cool high-tech lobby might have a fountain, you know, in their lobby. Just that rolling water. You can reach out your hand and dip it into the water and it's, it's cool. The ice is cold and you've got in between you this funnel of ice and snow blasting out. It's a little loud and then this cord just goes and 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 goes. Behind you is this vertical shaft up in the water and then just keeps going and up ahead somewhere down there you hear this shrieking sound. Oh and then the shaft behind you also continues to go down. It goes up and it goes down even further. Can you elaborate on the shrieking? <laughs> sure. I want you to elaborate on the shaft. <laughs> no. Uh, it's the shrill uh angry noise does it sound um more like it's being made by a person or by sounds non-humanish can we get a perception slash dragon kin coleum lore check to see if that sounds like one of the dragon kin that we've heard before you have the uh, the dragonkin lore, is that right, Yara? I do have Coleum dragonkin lore. Make a lore roll for that. Will. That's a 19, so that's a 39 yes. total. Nice. With a 39, you absolutely know that is not a dragonkin sound. It's definitely not the soldiers. We have to be extra careful. I mean, it's probably not a Kraken, right? Because Krakens aren't even real, right? So it wouldn't be anything like that, because why would anyone think that? Because that would just be weird. Let's keep going, please. What's going on with you, Xanar? You're making a lot of fuss. Are you okay? Yelena pulls you around, Xanar, and she uh, kneels down to be eye to eye with you and puts her hands into your hands and says, Xanar, look, I need you to calm down and take it easy because I'm panicking right now and I need you to reassure me. I've never been inside of a lake and now I'm hearing noises and I need you to show me strength right now. So just, just take it easy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sildred's standing behind Yelena and just be like, eyes, cut it out. Um, you know what I will do? This will make me feel better. I just need to cast a little spell. I just need, just to make me feel a little bit better. I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna. Yeah, everyone get close. Everyone hold hands. Hold hands. Uh, Xander's gonna cast uh, resist energy for a seventh level spell for the first Whoa! time for the whole party. I can target up to five creatures, so uh, it, it is not gonna be himself. But Xander's gonna target everyone else. And well, wait. There are eight of you. Let's do the numbers on that one real quick. Six heroes, Shunka and Yelena. Shunka's in the water? How'd that happen? I didn't cast Featherfall on that thing. Oh, you did. Okay, Shunka's in the water. 
Okay. Uh, trying to leave my it, worthless wolf behind. <laughs> Bali is 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 still has his rune of cold, which is ten. You're providing fifteen, so you could leave him out and still be reasonably protected. That'll help a little bit. Okay, so we're we're gonna take uh we're gonna take Bali out. You're out. Uh, I'm not gonna do it for myself. You're fine. Put it off the island. And, and then it's everyone else. If you leave the wolf out, no. Then, then yeah, you need one more out. Don't get the sad puppy dog eyes. I mean, Zanner, Zanner, don't, don't leave yourself out. <laughs> a wolf? Leave, I mean, it's, it's, this is intentional. I, I'm going to hang out with Bali. That worked out well for me last time. Leaving Bali is bad for Xander. You can leave Shunka out. I've already left Shunka out. He's out. But everybody else, hold hands. Okay. Xander takes, uh, he, he grabs Yelena's hands and who's on the other side? Piercy? And he's going to grab uh, both of your little teeny hands and uh, and he's going to like push out Aura out of his hands like a radiating gold as it finishes up the ring and everyone has resist 20 to cold Whoa. for the next what? 10 minutes. Resist 20? Wait a minute. Can I get back in this room? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, just, let's not get crazy here. Hold on now. <laughs> I'm assuming hot smashes. Oh, Xander. Bali's just spritzing people with water for fun watching this. <laughs> is that our first level seven spell cast? It is. Yeah, I was able to signature it up. And, and it, after last oh, time, I don't, I don't want anything to happen like last time. Everyone's a little bit more protected now. That helps. That makes me feel a little better. I did, okay, I did my part. Well, we have it for 10 minutes. We better uh, hurry up and get into trouble. Yes. That's what he said. Let us proceed. But as they said, Xanar, we have to be quiet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yelena, we have to be quiet. Stop yelling. The Pink Panther music starts playing. <laughs> Yelena nods, but she's now standing next to Polite. Okay. Uh, Yara's going to proceed forward. All right. Proceeding forward with some uh, going for caution. caution. All right. Uh, You don't need to make stealth roll right now as the sound of the the ice blasting down the corridor, just Mm -hmm. a foot away from each of you. uh, Because of the shrieking? It is not. (laughs) Uh, Shrieking ears. And it's sometimes even hard to hear or see each other. You can look over it or maybe even under a little bit underneath this blast to see each other. Some of you are on one side, some of you on the other. And you walk down and down and down this corridor. I need Piercy to make a perception roll, please. Hey. Oh, where'd all my shortcuts go? Hold on. Piercy is going to perceive. Oh, man. It's on your main character sheet. I believe you can do this! Left side. I'm so excited for your perception. I am too. It's there. I am too. Oh my gosh. All that for a two. So 21. All right. Uh, Never mind. The group continues down this corridor. Piercy stops for a moment, seems to think, and touches his uh, finger to it, and then he's just scratching around his nose and around his eyeball, and he wasn't thinking at all or seeing anything. Just keeps on going. Uh, maybe even does that rear foot scratching behind his ear type of a thing, uh, but he didn't see. <laughs> it looks anything. important, but then... <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel? 
And then uh, you guys walk down this corridor until it opens up into a room. It is uh, lowish, say seven feet tall. So you can reach up and some, some of you can reach up and touch the ice ceiling above. Um, the room is about 10, 20, 30, 60 by 60. It has four walls of water that gently roll down, just like the ones you were out in the corridor. There is another exit of a corridor on the other side. In the middle, however, um, are six different cages made of ice ice bars in almost like a lattice work. They're very narrow and wedged up against it and freezing are five of those creatures from the water out in the lake that attacked some of you earlier. These are black bipedal creatures, maybe five foot, five feet tall. They've got tendrils uh, hanging off of their face. They kind of glisten and look black and slick. They've got some nasty looking teeth and some claws and one of them shrieking in pain as it uh, rubs up against the uh, cold bars behind it. And you can see there one cell is empty and the other each has one of these creatures in it. They, two of them see you guys and shriek loudly uh, at the arrival of the party. Um, does, so, and I'm gonna chat with Xanner about this too. Um, Sildren's looking for to see if somehow that their captivity is powering any like like magically powering any of this like 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 there's any of their essence being drawn off or you know siphoning off something from them to power what's happening or if they're just caged does that make sense yeah you're wondering if they're bitey batteries yeah Asking Xanner uh, that as well. To... Oh, uh, I'll detect magic to see if they're doing anything. It doesn't look like it. They're just screaming a lot. Xanner, uh, you detect. No, you do not detect magic until you start detecting magic. Uh, I, I will detect magic. Go ahead. <gasps> no, 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 no. All right, Xanner, you detect magic uh, all around you, and it takes quite some time because you're able to isolate things off. You're able to isolate the ceiling, isolate this wall, isolate this wall, and isolate the cage, and you detect the structure around you is magical, but there is nothing uh, connected with them that is magical. Sildren, you do see the sixth cell that is empty is only mostly empty. There is some bloodied gore on the bottom of it. It looks like an exposed rib cage that has bones, some of that black, uh, shiny, almost seal-like skin that they have, and then bright red meat that's been exposed uh, underneath. That is no reason for any of this. There's only one enemy to be worried about out here. This is the home of a, a white dragon, is it not? Yes, but why keep them like this? Enemy of my enemy is my friend, that kind of thing. These are not our friends. These guys are assholes. They're, they're bitey, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, whether they are whole ass or half an ass, they do not deserve this. I agree. <laughs> 
Yaru is going to, I don't know if it'll work. I need to read it really quickly, but I'm going to attempt a, a no cause for alarm on them. I want to calm them down a little bit to stop them uh, moving around to see, because you said it when they touch the ice, is that what hurts them? Yes. So I want to just calm them if I can even do such a thing. Um, I'm looking for my skill really quickly. I'm looking at it. You attempt to reduce panic, attempt a <clears throat> diplomacy check against the will of the creatures. Yeah, make a diplomacy check. Let me see. Hey, imagine uh, the cage uh, <clears throat> to be mounted. A uh, 34 total. <clears throat> With a 34 and versus their will DC, you are able to calm several of them. How do you do that, Yaru? What are you saying? Uh, I'm really not saying much. I want to get close to them and hopefully give a little bit of my warm aura to them. It seems like they thrived up in the warm above. So I want to share a little bit of my warmth with them and my uh, bindi on my forehead is going to glow a little bit and I just want to send soothing key energy and warmth to them. Uh, maybe a little glowing light kind of appears around them. All right, you do so and they are slightly warmed and they still seem agitated but are not shrieking anymore and they seem more focused and instead of just wild, crazy, uh, angry, pained uh, creatures. They're now more, a little more calm, but they're still focused and still watching everyone warily. Okay. After they kind of stop moving a little bit, uh, does it, the ground change? Is there any change in the atmosphere at all? Any change in the room? There's no change to the room. There is still that column of a horizontal column of frost and snow that is shooting from the opening on the other side of the room through the middle of this room and then down the corridor you came down is it like going through them or are they kind of set up around it they're set up three on each side okay i was gonna say it's going through them i can't do much with even with that roll with the um, uh, the yeah. walls surrounding it's sheets of water and just utter darkness behind it's uh, it's not utter darkness. It's dark gray water, and you can look up and you can see it get a little bit lighter as you look up as there's sunlight above. That's okay. crazy. Um, Xander's gonna follow up with Yaru's lead and Bali's suggestion, and he's gonna produce flame on the nearest Bitey's cage on the bars to see okay. if he can melt the bars down. All right, Xanner, you produce flame. The creature uh, hisses, backs away, yelps as it uh, burns itself on the ice behind it. And you are able to melt a bit of one of the bars in the middle and it melts and becomes like a, a, a stalactite and stalagmite kind of shape of the bar. And then the bottom one starts to melt more and more and more and more and more and more. And you are able to melt an opening for this creature creature and it stares at you Xanner uh, I'm gonna put and then lunges at oh, no! you and jumps out of the cage make a reflex save Xanner <laughs> this is a bad idea I was just gonna ask say I, I I'm not sure this is the best plan but but 34! I wasn't gonna do that 
With Scrooge, <laughs> you take uh, nine points of slashing damage as it rakes you with its claws, but you're able to dodge out of most of the wound, and it runs past you and starts racing towards one of the walls. Does anyone want to do anything yes. or let it go? Polik is going to whip the shit out of this thing. Wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't let it go. Let it go. This, this is not for us. Yes, it's making wait. a lot of noise. It'll get in the water and it'll go away. I'm still going to strike at it. All right, go for <laughs> it. That's what my character would do. 31. 31 is a hit. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, man. That was the wrong damage. Hold on a second. Oh, thank Aww. God. <laughs> Uh, 20, 20 points of damage. 20? You have two more actions. You can attack. Uh, well, you have one more action. You had to move into, into play. So you can make another attack if you'd like. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. sure. 37. 37. We'll actually give you flanking on that one uh, with you get on the other side of it just as it goes past Xanner. Uh, and that is a critical hit. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Uh, hold on. It's been a while since I've done a critical hit. Uh, yeah, ignore that first one. <laughs> oh, 76 wow, points of damage. Good Christ. What? Where's 76 points of damage? That's the critical. Plus 66 plus 14 plus 2d6 plus 2d8. What? All right, you slash wickedly twice and sever off some tentacles around its neck area. Uh, it shrieks again. Some blackish blood goes uh, spewing out. It slides across the ice and dives into the water, leaving a trail of blood on the ice floor and then leaving a cloud of blood in the uh, water that it's just dove into into the wall as it starts to swim away. That's gross. That's gross. I told, gross you I, didn't, I told you I didn't like those things. That was not the plan, Palik or Xana. What was the plan? Nobody said there was a plan? If you had let me finish, I was going to tell you all that we could have used them, and we still can, thankfully, now that it went away. We can use them as somewhat of an alarm as we proceed. Should anything come back, they will make noise again. Can we see like through the the water, like where it just goes? Is it is how? What's the clarity of the water? It's not good. Okay, you can see its dark shapes uh, disappearing into the into the depth, into the horizontal depths. If that makes sense. Yep. However, now that there is a blood trail on the floor, I don't know how stealthy we can be. What do you mean? We're not going back that way. We're going but, in. But if anyone does come that way. From behind us? Yes. Who? Dwick? I, maybe someone. Ah. I don't know. Do we know who's in front of us? Not even. No. So we who's going first? <laughs> Should okay. we take care of the rest of these? I say leave them be. I was trying to set it free. I thought it needed help. I wasn't expecting it to bite Why me. Why would you set that thing free? It's a little gross tentacle monster. That yeah, one see, over it's there your got fault. I don't even blame her a little bit. 
The other one looked like he got eaten. He's confused. Nothing should be in prison. Uh, these, these probably should be. You set it free and it attacked you. I think like, I was in Did you not learn? What did you not learn a lesson? Like letting loose a feral cat. So the... Everyone back up. I'm going to do another one from oh, a no. distance. No. You need to get behind me. No. She's in the behind Polyg. No, after after seeing Polyg, now she's behind Sildren. She's losing confidence, party member, but she's running out of party members to believe in. Danny's going to cast another then Perhaps we have bigger things to deal with at the moment than setting these creatures free. I'm not there sure might be um. unintended consequences to that that we cannot yet predict. Yeah, we may. should just kill them where they are. We should what? move on and what leave if... them as they as they be for now. You do, you don't think they can help us at all? No. No. You don't think they'd be no. grateful? No. no. <laughs> all right. Uh, are there any other exits to this room? Just the one you <laughs> came in and the one that continues further on with the column of uh, ice going through. So who is leading originally? Yaru. So Sodran sort of looks at Yaru and then looks at the passage down and then Yaru and the passage down and try to try to nudge you a little bit. Yeah, let's go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Sir Brenros would have kept one for a pet. He well, would have Sir Brenros isn't here. Too soon, Billy. Where is, where is Sir Brenros? Xaner. Got him killed. You oh. can- <gasps> oh my god, Dark. That was... I don't want to talk to you for like five minutes. Hey. She's that was too far. That's, that's half the spell duration. Let's go. You're in trouble. That hurt me a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> the group carries on, no one being quite near Polik, and... <laughs> You leave this chamber and walk down the uh, the continuing corridor inside this lake. It doesn't take long before it too opens up into another chamber. This one appears to be much longer and it's a little taller. It's about 15 feet tall. This one has uh, the same thing, ceiling, floor of ice, walls of, of water. It is a, a, a long rectangular corridor. The width of it, I'd say maybe 80 feet or so deep in is filled with debris. This is all manners of debris. There are a ton of crates and barrels and fallen trees. There's rope and fishing line and nets. There's an overturned uh, a rowboat. There's oars. There's all sorts of things that have been somehow found or located within this lake have been gathered and bundled up inside this chamber and it appears to be a complete dead end with one guy one fellow standing guard over it he is a dragon kin his uh, white body white wings you've seen this so many times before he turns around at your arrival Next to him is this blasting vertical shaft, uh, a horizontal shaft of the cold, cold and cone that goes through some of this debris to something on the, on the other side. And he looks back, you see he has blue face paint on one side. Hello. 
<laughs> and he looks quite confused to see you there. He bolts and dives into <laughs> we, we the debris. No, it's okay. We're just here for the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, goes uh, into some between two barrels and over a, an old horse, a wide crate, and disappears into more of this debris. It's like a big trash heap that he has just dove into and disappears into this trash heap, Can running super fast. Sodron cast a spell. Sure. Uh, he will cast web okay. uh, on the fleeing creature. You will not be able to get to him in time. He went, I waited just briefly. Uh, he has gone first. Is there something you want to do after he's disappeared? No. Silver. Oh, okay. Um, look disappointedly at the rest of the... Um, Anybody have a burn trash spell? Xander cast fireball! Go for it. What fireball! Low? At the trash! All right, it's a big wall of 15 feet tall and maybe 50 feet, uh, 40 feet wide of debris and lots of wood for sure. And you launch a fireball. What level fireball are you launching at it? Uh, let's see, I'm gonna do a level four fireball. All right, huge fireball goes arcing through and you see a glazed bit of quote unquote damage to the floor just under the fireball as it goes as well as the ceiling so the ceiling drips a little bit of water as the fireball made this little line and then poosh, the fireball explodes on impact and hits a bunch of uh, uh, rope tackle stuff and some big thick nets that immediately go flying some barrels go flying some smash in the ceiling there's some cracks there some go flying towards you in a way there's fire that's everywhere and some fires now gathered on this uh, area and you have uh, done some damage to this debris, but it appears to be much thicker than you had uh, originally envisioned. There's more beyond. Shoot. Oh, and to the, uh, oh yeah, good. Um, but, 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 who was that? Yaru, you were first in the lead and yeah. Sildren, you also want to do something. You two make perception rolls. Perception and then I do roll. have something to do as well. I as well. Oh, that was so close to a natural one. It's a total of 33 for Yaru. Okay. So I rolled a, tw a three, but I'm going to, and since I, there's just not five slots for hero points. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to use a hero point and only have four hero points. Okay. Just to, just to keep it even. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you so, know, I just, I, I, I just want to kind of get on the same plane as everybody else. Do you right? want to tell the, any of the of oh my listeners God. why? Yeah, um, I would love to tell them why after explaining that, after telling them that I just got a natural 20. Uh, during our uh, special sh specialty show, we had a, um, a uh, like a quiz, um, a contest to see who had the most knowledge about our three seasons. And, the quest um, of questionable questions. Yeah, the quest of questionable questions. And uh, Bat Sammy and I um, won that. Bat Sammy being our wonderful one of our wonderful listeners and then uh, i myself as one of the bards won so i got two extra hero points and i'd been given an extra hero point by one of our other listeners before that um just because you know i'm amazing <laughs> uh, i'll allow it all right um <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
With a natural 20 in amongst the debris, you see briefly just for a moment where this uh, dragonkin mage has scuttled away. You see him again disappearing over a large barrel and ducking down and going even deeper. And he was trying to lose you. It was like a rat, you know, uh, hiding in a bunch of dirt, that kind of a stuff, uh, or a bunch of trash, but on a larger scale, he's a bigger dude, obviously. And he took a a right turn and all of a sudden there's this big eruption he gets knocked down he gets up and he just gets out of view before any of you spot him except soldier and you just see his tail disappear and can see where he went down and he again going very yaru's got a 33 on that roll so seeing children locked in yaru just kind of yells it to him children where is he what did you say what are you saying I said there go um but children like like the things Got, like, I don't have a direct line of sight on it anymore. Percy wants to nope. dive into the nest, I mean the trash, and chase after okay. this dragonkin. Can so- All right. Uh, well, Did yeah, can Sojourn point me uh, within, say, like, 15, 20 feet of him in that area-ish? Is that a good estimate? He, he can point you where okay, he's yeah, on the I'll go right him. there, and then I'm going to activate a key spell so you guys see how big is this room remind me again uh 50 feet wide 15 feet tall and you don't okay, know how no deep. problem yaru is going to sort of gather a little bit of energy at his feet and all around him uh in a 30 foot it's not letting me do it but uh oh, here we go in a second I will make the thing happen, Julie. Yaru is going to create a little circle of kind of lighter air. Nothing happens to anyone in it. You don't float or anything, but you used to see dust and kind of any particles start floating around in the air. Anyone within 30 feet of Yaru uh, can be attacked. I say that because Yaru just activated a wild wind stance for the first time, uh, a gift given to him from his monk training. All right, so there's this gentle breeze around you. And what this does, the wild wind stance, I take the stance of the flowing winds, sending out waves of energy at a distance, and I make wind crash unarmed strikes anywhere within 30 feet. Uh, these attacks are agile, non-lethal, propulsive. Uh, they do not use focus points, so I'm in this stance and I can keep doing this attack. Uh, while in this stance, I gain a plus two circumstance bonus to uh, ranged attacks on my AC. Um, and that's it. Okay. Uh, and that oh, takes that's not it. I should remind you that uh, wind crash strikes ignore all concealment and cover. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not a matter of concealment or cover. He's literally he's literally gone. You can't see him. It's not like he's peeking around cover. So you can attack right now where some of the wood where he ju- you just where Sildren's pointing where he went to, or you can try to pursue him uh, to to get a, a better actual sight of him. Mm, okay. So to be clear about something, he didn't actually like go like down a shaft or something. He's just somewhere in the. No, I know. Right? No, no, no. I'm asking. Oh yeah. Okay, because yes. I would like to do something. That okay. 
Well, all right, look, go, In, go ahead. Mario, instead of that, I'm just going to attack about here. Like, you know, five squares over, three squares down kind of thing. Just a random spot and just send some of the debris flying in the air. All right. So you are a Street Fighter bonus level smashing from a distance the debris and yeah. scoring 100 points, 100 points. And just things yeah, are just smashing and blowing into shards uh, and exposing. All right, you're doing more damage and exposing more areas of this. Uh, and Piercy uh, was also trying to do something. Yeah, Piercy was uh, pursuing. Uh, Piercy, you go running after and pursuing. Do you want to go to a quick area near you where you can start wiggling through, or do you want to follow the area where Yaru is punching and Sildren pointed? No, I'm going to go um, the most direct Okay. intercept. Where, which of those two options then do you want? Through, through the junk. Right. Do you want to go the closest where you're at and start making your own path, or do you want to f- go where Yaru and Sildren were pointing where the guy went? No. Okay. Gotcha. You start diving in there. Make a acrobatics or acrobatics roll. Right. <laughs> Any of those options. One of those two. Nice. That was the longest roll, just bouncing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 37. 37, I'm gonna give you a plus three on top of that for some native trash wiggling Yasoki bonus. (laughs) I don't know if that's racist (laughs) or a bonus, I don't know. (laughs) You dive in easily and you see just this pleasant smile on Piercy's face as he's within an element just wiggling around, instantly (laughs) just gone. Um, And Piercy disappears. Sildren, you had also said you wanted to do something. Uh, that's correct. I Sildren is casting a shockwave out from himself uh, into all the debris straight towards where he saw the creature go. And using widen spell, it turns instead of a 15-foot cone, it's going to be a 20-foot cone. Oh, okay. Um... Basically, you create a wave of energy, so um, like a like a blue wave of energy just ripples out and hits all the debris and stuff. A- any creature um, caught in it has to attempt a reflex save to avoid stumbling uh, as the shockwave shakes the ground. Uh, if it succeeds, it's flat-footed. If it fails, it's prone. All right, Sildren creates the shockwave. There's this huge boom, uh, and the shock emanates out. The floor and ceiling uh, ripple and crack. The debris shatters. It's only and a second level spell, buddy. It's only a second level spell. Shatters and cracks. The <laughs> debris shatters in several different spots as well. And uh, thankfully, Piercy did not uh, dive into that area, and Piercy has disappeared somewhere else. We have not heard also from Polik and Bali in a bit. Leek's not going to be diving in any trash. All right. No, Bali is, Bali is just gingerly. It seems like the group is moving forward. He's just knocking away the big stuff with a, with with pushes and shoves. All right. Putting things in the ice flows just to watch it fly away real fast. <laughs> he just, he just, he picks up a barrel and just puts it in the water. <laughs> <laughs> More chunks of damage uh, and, and wooden debris and garbage come flying out from the uh, ranged attacks from Yaru and Sildren's spells. 
Piercy, however, you are wiggling and moving and diving and squeezing, squeaking over and pushing a little barrel out of the way and getting over to here and giving over to there. You get into a little bit of a spot, are able to stand up for a bit, catch your breath, can see some movement and can see the white form of this guy, uh, uh, this Colium mage, wiggling some distance away. He is definitely deeper in than any effect that's being dealt uh, to the group. This is a much deeper amount of debris than uh, anyone had originally envisioned. You see that. You also can see maybe two thirds of his body is blocked. He's a little bit of a distance from you. You can see maybe his uh, tail and maybe his eyes and he stops and you hear him mumble something in draconic. Do you speak draconic, Piercy? I don't know. No, I don't. Okay. He mumbles something in draconic and the flat fish storage chest that's old and rotten that you happen to be um, sitting and squatting on just about when you're about ready to start diving even further after him. In that moment, you stop and see him. He says something, and as he starts to move on, that chest that you're on gives way as he casts a spell that removes a section of the ice that wooden box is on. And you and that chest splash into the water with a section of two large barrels come toppling down on top of you, Piercy, and you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage, and the box under you, Piercy, and two heavy barrels above, all four of those objects descend into the cold lake water and start to drop underneath this corridor. That's a, that's a, whoa! And you are inside the lake now, proper. Icy cold, it is very cold, it's hard to see. There's these big boulders pushing you down. Uh, you can't see, you're outside of that room entirely right now, Piercy. Uh, while Piercy is uh, screaming, he's realizing that while he's under the water, he can in fact breathe. Why? <laughs> <laughs> from a spell that is still ongoing from the prior episode, water breathing. Do tell. Everyone in the group has. How long does that last? 24 hours to my next <clears throat> daily prep. Wow. wow. All right. Wow. So instead of dying or panicking about it, <laughs> you are just being pushed down and down, but you can breathe normally. What would you like to do, Piercy? Um... I'm going down. The the Colium Mage is up above me now. That whole scene and room is no longer a factor to you. You are now dealing with getting pushed down to the depths of the lake. Okay. Um. I want to. I want to like get out from underneath this uh, debris that's sinking and swim back up. Make an athletics roll of thirty-two, please. Okay. The cold saps your strength. Oh, click that for a natural 20. Woo! And 
Piercy, you push that out of the way. You swim up uh, with incredible speed. I guess you, Yasoki, don't like being wet at all. And you no. come racing up and come bursting out of the hole in the ice that was left behind of the floor and come out and scramble up on top of your, again, in this, in this, wooden nest of debris and fallen planks and timber and you're now there and you shake yourself and you're cold a little bit but you are uh, no longer drowning and no one's any the wiser nice job but what about the rest of you you're not aware of anything because this happened within the debris you're not seeing the guy you're just seeing you're just seeing damage as the group is just pummeling and just firing machine guns and rocket launchers into this debris over and over <laughs> again you have to stop Jesse the body Ventura to wind down the minigun uh, that kind of moment. Can I do it with, with a really big flourish to get like, <laughs> a bonus to the next time I have to do something like this? With sure. My, with my continuous flare? Sure. Come right. back out of the water like a dolphin. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll acrobatics. And he comes out he comes out Fabio is. style and just <laughs> and thirty-two. Okay. Um Yaro would like to make his way closer to him within the path that he's uh building for himself. That Who's he? Who's he? Uh, uh, the mage, I'm sorry. The dragonkin. Okay, so you're going to start going in there. All right, you yes. hold, you push a hand off to Sildren, and probably another one to Xanar. I'm just sure he's just winding up this big baseball pitch of flame or something. I'm going to uh, And you, Yaru, are going to make your way in there? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I'm going to look at both of them now that you've given a little bit of exposition as to what they're thinking uh, as the narrator. Um, yeah, I'm going to look at him and uh, Sildren and Xanar and uh, say... I'm, I'm going in unless you have a better idea. After you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. With a movement speed of 50 and using the path that I've somewhat cleared for myself, I'm going to make my way within to hopefully find him. All right. That's another acrobatics roll Sildred or follows. acrobatics roll. Acrobatics or acrobatics, you said. Let's and Shunka. I'll choose okay. the first acrobatics. Ooh, I did roll a two. I will use my first of only two hero points for the. Oh, so sad. God, yeah. how pedestrian. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't roll worse than the two. <laughs> okay, uh, thirty-five total. 35, you make good time and you start pushing and moving and finding gaps where this guy has gone. You can see there's a bit of a branch and you're not sure if he's gone through here or there and you can hear some noises. You start making your way. You shift as some barrel above you starts to push hard. You make your way there and you find yourself in this small little, I'll say, 10 foot diameter cave of debris with a hole in the ice and a cocky looking rat uh, standing next to the ice and you have found Piercy. Piercy. What? Hi. Where is he? I'm here. This is no time for fishing. Uh, uh, no, I'm uh, chasing, the, the, I'm chasing the, the dragon. Yeah, I can't hold this thing up for much longer. Let's go. Okay, see ya. And Piercy. Yeah. No, no! <laughs> 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 All right, I need. Uh, we'll just start with Piercy. And Piercy, make an acrobatics roll. Right. Plus three, I said, for debris movement. Acrobatics. Oh. Oh, uh, that's a one. Gonna redo that using a hero point. Need two. Two hero points. 
Right. And you left me, dumbass. <laughs> Yara refuses to give you one. I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you one. Why don't you ask children? Alright. So using one of my own hero points. Um did I get a plus one from that previous acrobatics flourish, or was it not good enough? Nope. Okay. Alright. So try it again. Acrobatics. There you go. 18 plus 3 is 45. 45! My uh, 24 acrobatics. Wow. He has a huge head start on you as you fell down in, but with your amazing swimming out and amazing movement through, you have gotten very close and find him again. Uh, two things. Somewhere in the notes of your character sheet, add that you have a permanent plus three circumstantial bonus to acrobatics or athletics checks when moving within debris. Mainly because that'll okay. never ever happen uh, again. Uh, and then <laughs> I was also making a note. <laughs> <laughs> never add debris again. It's rubble. I said debris. Yeah, really. It's a fine line. Let's, not, let's be real. <laughs> Uh, and then you see him. He is wiggling and makes his way into uh, past some more debris. You give chase, and you see him disappear again. And Sildren, you were also following all this as well. Yep. All right. So we have uh, Piercy. We have him close behind Piercy, some distance away. And this is all random maze within this debris. We have Yaru, and then not too far behind, we have Sildren and Shunka. The other three are just standing there, shrugging and wondering what the yeah. hell they're doing. Is Sildren getting a sight on him ever as well? No. You're, that's why I just gave the order of things. And this is yeah. a weird maze, so you're barely able to see Yaru when as he's moving and wiggling okay. through. Uh, Piercy, you see he uh, dives as you're going super fast. He dives, he sees you and dives into uh, a wooden, looks like a, a shack um, uh, with a hole in it that got destroyed. And he dives into that, into the darkness and continues wiggling around like, uh, like again, a cockroach or a rat just trying to get out of there. Um, no offense. And you, I assume, uh, give chase as well. Yaru, can I get an acrobatics roll one more time for you as well? Coming, ooh, not great, a total of 28. All right, Sildren, you're able to catch up with him. You guys have lost track of Piercy, but you can hear him saying something off in the distance. Hey, stop, uh, uh, where are you going? Piercy, you dive into this little shack, which is tilted at a canter, dive into the darkness. You can hear him scurrying on some side room area, and you notice, ah, Make a perception roll. Making. He just doesn't care. 23. <laughs> With a 23, you notice one thing. Yes. You notice one thing. You hear some draconic words again, and the ice for a second time is magically cracked and removed beneath you, which is what you are in. And the structure you are in drops down in. Yaru and Sildren, you have arrived into this spot where Piercy was just a moment ago. You can see this building with a dark hole in it. You were like, oh, I guess we gotta go in there. Is there a way around? And then you see the whole building crash and disappear into the ice. <clears throat> and you see it is not necessarily a building as it is at a start, steep 30 degree uh, 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 list. And it has a mast 
on it, and it is a old sailboat with a giant hole in its side as it starts disappearing down into the icy depths. Piercy, for the second time within <laughs> just a minute, you are back into the cold water of the endless pond. The hole is flooding water inside, and what would you like to do? Not a year! <laughs> um, I want to try and swim past all the junk and back up out of the water again. Okay, do you want to go where you think he went within this uh, craft or the way he maybe have gone out, or you want to go out the way you came? Um, I'll go, I'll follow, I'll keep following him going. All right. Make an athletics roll, please. Water rushing up. It's cold. You're, you're climbing up of running away from the water like a rat in a sinking ship. And <laughs> 26, 26. The water keeps catching you. You start moving. Now you're in some old hold. There's some rotten uh, nets that you get tangled up in the water's uh, catching up and now it's up to your chest you start banging on some uh, trap door that looks like it had, had been open and had come closed and all of this is happening over 10 15 20 seconds or so uh, which seems like an eternity particularly to Yaru and Sildren as you are now looking down in this giant crack in the ice floor and just see this sailing ship just disappearing down and down and down and down into the darkness of the lake <laughs> he does a Malcolm Reynolds. You got anything for this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope. No time for hesitancy. Um, mm, how fast is it sinking? Right. Faster fast and enough. faster. Can considering catch up to it? Swimming. Uh, with a swim, it would be a challenging athletics roll, but possible. You're a fast swimmer, Mr. Flipperfeet. Uh, yeah, I don't have that spell today. Um, oh, that's right. You have to do that. Yes, uh, Sildren will... Oh, I, I don't have any... Uh, all of my spells have verbals. No, sorry. <laughs> Sildren's like, okay, uh, no, okay, uh, no, yeah. maybe not. After, After uh, you? I've got one option and I'm not gonna like it. All of a sudden, Piercy feels panache come across his body. How far away is the ship at in, uh, the, in, in the moment I'm asking the question? Like, sure, sure. The ship is 40 feet away now, 50 feet away. Okay, at the 40, now, at the 40 feet 60, mark, Yaru, no, it's 60 it. feet away right now. I was gonna right spell as soon as you said it, but you kept talking. It is now 65 feet away. I, I, you, you can't. You're interrupting me. It is 70 feet away. <laughs> I was going to cast a spell. This is where it is. have better internet connection. Five feet right. away. Cast like, a spell! It's too late now. It's too late. Okay. <laughs> I was going to cast it at 40, but he kept talking. All right. <laughs> Uh, then, with that situation just gonna let nature take care of itself, the two of you do see a small hole uh, in the debris mm -hmm. and can see where that white blasting column of snow and ice is still coming through and can see uh, there is an opening where you believe that guy has gone, uh, but you don't see him. Or he might still be down below at 80 feet. Let's go through. Let's. We should. 
90 feet. You and I are probably not enough to take care of whatever's in there. So let's go gather everybody minus Piercy and... Uh, <clears throat> uh, okay. I never yeah. knew the Napoleon kind of lived fast. in such squalor. And try and stop him. Get all this filth. I, I think if we can catch him... All right, let's go. And so we go through the... Um, where we think he went. All right. You leap over the hole and just confidently know there's no way your Yosoki swashbuckler would be caught in that kind of mess. And you leap over the hole in the ice. He's way and too bad. He's way too good for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And leap through the hole in the debris and come through on the other side where there is an icy chamber there. And you see there is several uh, dragonkin standing alert, waiting and confused. You can also see this dragonkin uh, mage has scurried away and is barking orders in dragonkin language at them. As the two of you arrive uh, on the other side and go like, Piercy, Joe, Piercy, Piercy. And there's no sign of the Yasoki. Speaking of which, what are the four of you at the original entrance to the debris chamber doing? I think Pinochle, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we let those other guys go. Like, why are we doing so much for just one little dragon guy? Uh, it just, he went somewhere, and where somewhere it is, we should probably be. But the there's a lot just of to go fast. through. Well, I, I don't know any garbage? other way through. I've never seen dragons do, I've never heard of dragons doing this. With all the breaking down that we've done, has it come down at all or is it still just a giant wall of things? That it's still just, just a giant, just different pockets. Although Xanner, you do see through the mostly opaque icy floor, you see ahead and beneath the odd shape of a sailboat silhouette descending down which is just an odd visual. Yeah. Whoa! You can see that boat going down there. It's going the wrong way. Yeah, why is it underwater? That's a good question. I'm sure we had nothing to do with it. I mean, we can. I'll go down there. I'll swim down there after it. It looks to be at least a 110 feet by now. That's all right. I'll race you. you. I, I, I can't, I can't. I can't uh, hold my breath that long. Stay here with the little doggy and uh, Yelena, and Xander uh, and I will go go investigate. Well, Bali proceeds to explain that the uh, water benefit of breathing uh, applies to just five of you, not including Bali, Yelena, Sunka. Just let you. Oh know. well, don't next time. Don't don't worry about me next time. Let's Xander. let's go, Xander. Xander takes his hands, swirls in a, in a ball, water comes out of his fingertips, goes down to his feet, comes back up, and he completely turns himself into water. Can I breathe you? You are a water elemental? Is that what you are? Correct. Xander turns wow. himself into a water elemental. Cool. Swim extra fast. And Bali has this inward desire to be a sorcerer now. And dives. <laughs> like, All right, Xander. 
dives. There's no hole in the floor, by the by. But there's a water water wall next to me, right? Yes. Straight into that. Xan- I, I can even imagine Xander just being cocky and just leaning against the wall and then disappearing. <laughs> into- <laughs> like Homer sinking into the hedge. Yeah, to- yeah the hedge. Just his nose, his watery nose is left behind. Stupid Flanders. Uh, the water gnome disappears in. Palik, you were doing something as well. Well, I see, I see Xander go through the wall, so she'll follow suit. All right, you dive uh, into the wall, which is a sentence I don't often say, and you are swimming and you can breathe. Is that correct? I can breathe and I can move my full 30 feet. Why is that? Swift sneak. It's a feat I have. And I can move my full speed when I sneak. You can use swift sneak while burrowing, climbing, flying, or swimming instead of striding if you have the corresponding movement type. Right, you don't have uh, a swim movement type. Doesn't everybody so have you're, a swim you, movement speed? Yeah, but it's it's like five to ten feet. It's really small. So why wouldn't I be able to use that to go my full speed, though? No, it's saying you when you do sneak, instead of your movement speed being reduced, you can go full speed, but your swim speed is still below your oh, okay. swim then speed. Okay, then I misunderstood. I, I misunderstood that. Then I know I'm not going through. Let Zayner take care of it. All right, go in with me. <laughs> the water's a little too cold. Takes <laughs> <laughs> a pinky toe in. Uh, Yelena looks at you, Palik, and says, "What do I do, Zayner? Do do I follow him? No, no, no. Just stay here with us. We're the smart ones right now." Everybody else is digging through trash or like swimming in that blasted cold water. You stick with us. All right. Just as long as, and as she says that, Palik is grabbed onto as you were near the wall as black claws come around and pull you into the wall, alien style, and ah. Palik disappears in as you dipped a finger to determine the wall and water was too cold. A bleeding creature of the lake has exacted revenge and pulls Palik into the water. Um, Palik is going to attack this creature. All right, Palik disappears and starts stabbing, I assume, as you're being hugged and pulled into the depths. The creature is going to bite at your neck. Before it does that, I'll let you get uh, two attacks off. Okay. Minus two. Cold shock. Damn it. Uh, a 28. 28 is, is a miss. Double check. Ah, okay, two misses. 28 is a hit. I'm sorry. Oh. 28 is a hit. Woo! Not bad for a four. True. Whoa. Uh, 24 damage. 24 damage. You strike the creature in the arm, and uh, more blood, uh, uh, inky blood starts oozing out and making it even harder to see. The creature starts swimming. You can see throughout the inky blood, there are some more dark shapes that are moving towards you that are in this gray water. And the creature is going to bite at you with a plus two uh, twice. If I can find it, I just had it and then I deleted it. God darn it, there it is. Um, Attack, there it is. One, two. A 35, 37 to hit. 
That hits. And it does... 30 points of damage. Holy moly. Huge bite into your shoulder. And then as it opens up another to get another big bite on your other and the back of your neck, because it's got this hug around you, you are able to squirm loose as it rolled a natural one, and you are now free of the creature. I will... um... You will wait as the ship continues to descend down and down. Our Yasoki swashbuckler has his uh, one of his paws caught in some uh, uh, nets, some old rotting nets. There's a trap door to the uh, another section of this boat that has already just filled with water. You're trying to pull up in there so there's a little bit of air and better movement up above and you're hoping to get out of this thing, but you're currently breathing water and you're currently trapped. I need you to make another athletics roll. This is a athletics roll of 30. That would be rather important. 32. All right. At a depth of 125 feet from the room, you have yanked your foot free, pulled yourself up into a dry spot, and uh, can see there's water pouring in through another hole that leads to the deck of the ship. And make your way up through there, force your way, pulling and pulling into where this water's coming through, and you come out of this boat and the boat descends down and down underneath you and continues descending as you're floating 125 feet down and Xander, uh, let's see Piercy, make a perception roll you've had some challenges tonight with your eyeballs let's see what happens that was close 38 with a 38, you look around, you see nothing at all with Xander because you don't know what he looks like or that he's doing anything. You don't see any strange shapes around you, except you do see some dark terrain underneath where the boat is heading slightly shift to the side. Oh, I begin swimming up as fast as I can. Okay, <laughs> you are swimming quickly. Xander, what were you doing? Uh, I was chasing down after the boats right up until a, a little Yusoki popped out of it. Uh, so the idea is I, I will escort him up. I, whether it's, it's spiral spinning up around him, like like just kind of doing that. Uh, I have a wave attack that also pushes. Okay. So I, I'll be happy to push him forward. Is that Going what you want to do? Yeah. Are you Okay. So you're casting an attack spell on him? Well, I don't necessarily want to, but it's not a spell. It's, it's actually, a, it's technically a melee attack. It, it's a. Uh, I could. I could okay, but then attack. the key word was attack. So I'm just making sure. Is there any other way that I can assist him without? You tell pushing me. Him? You tell me. So, so the goal is is to push him forward at, as as an extra wave. So uh, the way I'm seeing it is like I'm kind of creating a whirlpool around him. Sure. And like accelerating him forward. Make an athletics roll as well. I've got one of those. And I get a plus two to swim. I'm seeing like a reverse Tasmanian devil as Xander pushes him (laughs) as like a top. 25! 25, you start doing this and you're spiraling and you're spiraling and uh, Piercy just waves as he just quickly goes past you. Cool, cool, that worked well. Yay, go! I did it! 
of Xander. You are now chasing after Piercy as Piercy is going as fast as he humanly inhumanly can you guys are racing off you can see above you uh, a, a massive shapes of a halfling thief palik who is spun around and is facing her attacker a badly bleeding uh, tentacled creature you can also see about a dozen more of them coming in on the pair that i just described not too dissimilar from that one horrifying visual scene from the movie aquaman when they disappear into the water. That is what you see. Speaking of which, Polik, what would you like to do? You are toe-to-toe. He, well, he he backed off, right? Uh, you're toe-to-toe. You got loose and spun around. Oh, oh then I'm going to swim back into the wall. Like, get out of here. Okay. Because I saw uh, the other shapes coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so make an athletics roll. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. With ease, you start swinging, swinging, swimming very, very quickly. Bali, you see Palik, and again, I just don't know what your mood is. I don't know what you're thinking as all this weird chaos is happening. You're just kind of nonchalantly standing he's, there. Are you confused, he, bemused? He's, he's, he's watching. He's he's watching everyone kind of doing their own thing. He's lost track of some people. He's more concerned about Yelena and Palik right now. Uh, so that's that's his thing. But he's got. He's essentially he's totally unarmed, but he's got like his fist raised, <laughs> just watching. All the right. Room. Then Yelena is next to you and she's encouraging and yelling excitedly as she watches the action like the kid from the never ending story as he's reading the book. Yeah! Uh, as she sees people doing something. Bali, you see Palik swimming vertically and she's frantically uh, arriving in this weird middle of the wall uh, arrival as her hands come out and she's desperately trying to get purchase and Palik, you feel a clawed hand grab upon your right foot. Uh, I will, rapier still in hand, I will reach out and uh, attack. Make a minus two attack. And so I, I even, I, I do have an underwater marauder. Ignore what I just said. Thank you. Yes, Bali, you can do something. A 40. All right. That's another big hit. That's a critical nice. hit. It's a natural 20, right? Uh, four, 42 points right. of damage. Bali. Am I seeing, uh, is Bali seeing all of this, uh, all of these other creatures that are approaching? Just now, you see there's this shape right behind her, this blackened humanoid looking shape right behind her grabbing on. She stabs and you sever the arm that had grabbed onto you and uh, more black ink. But Bali, you see there are half a dozen more that are really closing in on her instantly. All right. Um, Bali clutches at uh, his symbol dangling about his neck and uh, utters a very strongly worded command. Uh, and uh, uh, it's like, the Stone Father calls you away. And he issues a command to not one, not two, not three, but 10 of these creatures for them to absolutely flee and leave this area alone. What? Yeah. They make willpower saves. Yep. What's their, what's your DC? 
32. No. Uh, yeah, 32. All right, and I'll do that five times and multiply it by two. All right. Uh, there are 10 of these creatures that are closing in. Palik, you come out of the side of the wall and crash onto the ice floor. A blackened uh, claw still hanging onto your uh, your foot, but cut off from the wrist down. And you are out of the water. Bunch of these creatures come in and 10 of them and eight of them immediately turn and disappear. Two that it seemed to still remain, and there are, and they've come into the room. They have not. This is all oh, just okay. momentarily happened, all in one like two seconds. Polly, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, this happens. Uh, just pulling Polik to the center of the room, and uh, nope, you are interrupted. Oh, ice forms, and an ice wall appears over a thirty-foot section horizontally as Yelena transforms that flowing water into ice. Nice work, Yelena. And she holds out her hands, and you can see these black creatures are up against the wall and cannot easily get in. And you see them kind of circle around. Some go underneath, but then they disappear. A girl. We got we we got lucky. I don't think we should stay here too much longer. Thank you both. Where where do you want to go? We're all discombobulated. Nobody. Where where's everybody else? Into that mess, into that that squalor over there, the debris. I haven't seen hide nor hair of anyone, nor Piercy. What I expected be all over this place. Piercy's eating trash somewhere. We, we, we better find them. We can't stay here. Those things are going to be back. So, so we got to dig through this shit? Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know any other way. Okay, and uh, Polik will start like throwing stuff around, trying to figure it out. All right, can Bali he sort of made a made a path through it? Yeah, there's they've oh okay they've carved, pushed, pulled. <laughs> yeah, I mean I would have gone you, where they you went. tossed debris. So essentially, I'm looking at a debris pile. <laughs> That's just more debris, just yes. an arrangement. <laughs> Rearranging debris. All right. As you do that, Xanner and Piercy, you two come up the giant hole where the ship descended down. And Xanner, you are trying to figure out what spell to cast next. There's about 10 of these creatures that are swarming around this area, but a whole bunch of them just start scattering and leaving for some random reason. And you all uh, uh, ascend up and through the hole. Oh, as Bali said, there's always a bigger fish. Oh, it's uh, Piercy, for the second time, you are back on top of an icy floor, shaking yourself dry, and there is a creature from the movie The Abyss right next to you in gnomish size. What in the what is this? <laughs> See how After you! <laughs> I don't speak bubbly. <laughs> Uh, Xander will uh, transform his form back down to Xander size, releasing the spell. Uh, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do, you have to say something like "form of." 
tiny gnome. And, and, and make a motion. You've got to do a motion. Right. Gotta, gotta, I'll be a bucket and you be the water. <laughs> Why are we superheroes again? This isn't working like I thought. Just overdone form of. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> Suddenly they're the Fist. ambiguously gay duo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Vigorously gay. Ambiguously. Ambiguously. Vigorously. Oh. <laughs> too. What was that from? South Park? Uh, was... Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Old Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live. <laughs> oh, hey, it's a, it's a Xanner. Hi. No, I'm glad I could save you. What were you doing in the boat? Uh, no, I just uh, uh stuff him in up uh, up uh, through the hole. Yeah, I helped helped you swim up here with all my water speed. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I uh, do. Where are the bitey tangies? The what? The bitey tangies. Well, they're in the water. There's nothing up here. Uh, where in the water? In the water. They're right there. The water that we're not in, they're out there. Okay, so, okay, that's good. Uh, so, uh, where's the, the, the dragon? I didn't, I didn't see a dragon, I, I just saw the boat. I was chasing him and- You tell uh, me where the dragon is. I, I don't know. Uh, can Piercy look around and see if he might have an idea of which way the Colium wizard dragon went? Make a perception roll. Yeah. <laughs> 24. Uh, you don't have a clear idea. Meanwhile, as Alistair has just found out. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, we have Master Yaru <laughs> and Sildren. Yeah. And Shunka. And Shunka have arrived in a chamber of ice and snow. What? I am showing yes. this in the battle ah! scene. Yeah. Oh. Chamber of ice and snow. Someone just drew some weird thing, but okay. That's my uh, All right. uh, wind spell, just making sure we can acknowledge it. I'll change the color so we don't get it confused. And let me draw that. There we go. All right. There is a column of that uh, vertical column of ice and snow that's blasting by you. You guys are in this large chamber. Some of it's icy, so it is difficult terrain if you try to move on it. There is uh, wind and snow blasting around a little bit as well. To your immediate right are two of the Colium soldiers. They have uh, crafted... Uh, swords of ice um, from their hands, crackling swords appear. Ahead of you, maybe 50 feet, another one, and ahead left is a fourth one. Those, however, are not even the most interesting bits of this room. To the northwest is another one of those blue glowing coleum sparks you have run into several times before. To the northeast, is a pedestal with a strange 
geometric sculpture upon it that is lightly uh, frostily glowing. Not too far away from it is a, a sculpture of a creature's head that is lightly has some icy stuff glowing around it. And those are not the most, most interesting bits. To the north of the far end of the chamber is this Coleum mage who sees you and is pointing an accusatory claw across the room at you. And he is not the most interesting bit. That honor goes to a sphere. It is about four feet in diameter. It is cold, bright, bright, cold ice that is rotating around magically a few feet off the ground and appears to be the full source of all of this cold and ice that's been blasting endlessly. Uh, and that is what you see. Some draconic is barked at you. Sildren, do you speak that language? Yeah. All right. It does not sound encouraging or supportive. I'll say that much. Fall back, Master Yaru. We need our full force for this. And Sildren will get out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yaru will uh, definitely take advice all right we will roll initiative for those that we have in place right now uh, and no no <laughs> yes all right first up is the mage himself let's cool. check can one of you check the distance uh, between you guys and him for me while i look at his spells it's at least five feet further than any spell he has 115. <laughs> That's fine. To Yaru. That's not fine. 115, you said? Uh, yes, exactly. I doubt that it's that far. Why is that not coming up? Uh, that's no good. And what about that one? All right. A blast of colored lights emanates out and uh, blasts at you guys. Uh, but, but in addition, creatures are well inside the pattern. Boy, I cannot bring up the... Uh, I had to refresh because I wasn't able to move... Um... Click on the like the combat tracker, and now I'm back in the Nexus. All right, let me refresh myself. See if that helps us. He is casting a spell. Colors come blasting out and erupt uh, around the three of you. I need all three of you to make willpower saves, please. Thirty-one is your target. Thirty-one is what Yaru rolled. Ooh. Uh, 27 for Sildren, but I will use, because uh, I rolled a two, I'm going to use a hero point for that and re-roll, because certainly you can't get worse than a two. Can't get worse than a two. Uh, 40, which so, oh, nice. and any success of That's Sildren's right. is a critical success. Okay. And sugar, sugar. Uh, 30 total for Shunka. All right. 
all three of you are dazzled for the moment as these colors are just lighting all around you, pinks, blues, uh, whites, all around you. You're partially blinded, so you are dazzled. And Shunka is blinded. Um, Even with the critical success, I'm dazzled? Not you, Shunka. Okay. Uh, Shunka is blinded, uh, but Shunka can still follow you by auditory direction. So that's yep. not necessarily an issue for you. All right. That was his turn. Next up is bump, 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 bump. Master Yaru. Uh, yeah. Leaving. I'm going to take Sildren's advice. We're going to get out of here. All right. Uh, then before Sildren can go, the one of the one, two, three, the Colium soldiers spend several uh, actions forming in their offhand a uh, mini javelin of ice and tossing it at the remaining people that are there. That is Shunka and Sildren. One is coming at Sildren right now. Sildren, that is a 35 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Okay. There's another one at Shunka. Oh, that's terrible. 23 to hit. And another one at Sildren, 31 to hit. No. All right, Sildren, you've been hit for only 20 points of uh, bludgeoning and cold. Five is cold. I think you have some resistance to that, yes? I do. I have 20, I believe it was. Nice. So 15 points of damage get through only. Which just takes away my temporary hit points. Sweet. And then it is your turn and you dive back in amongst the debris. No, I just run forward. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And calling, uh, whistling for Shunka um, so that he's able to follow. Shunka does follow. Um, done. Yes, Master Yara, can you remove your yep. uh, it. thing? It's just visually odd for me to see. All right, you all eight of you just a few moments later have gathered together. Some of you moist, wet, wounded, some confused, some alarmed, and you are all gathered together within the debris pile. And why are you all injured? Dragonkin, Colium guards, Colium mages. We have found the source. Looking at wounds. The source. Depending on how long we stay here. We have found the source of this funnel of ice. Ooh, let's go burn it! Master Yaru blew our uh, blew our uh, uh, cover. They they know we're here now. How many are there? Five, there are, seven, ten. There, are, there five. are about five, but I fear we are in over our heads. And he looks up at all of the lake above us. <laughs> well, most of us can breathe underwater. It may be something. Not anymore. <laughs> Is it not a good idea? Should we just go get them? Isn't that why we're here? I want to lob a fireball in there to start. Zano, we don't know what would happen if we destroy this. But that's what we're here to do. Is it? Do we decide it's a source of power? I would hope some of the more magically inclined among us can decipher that. Have you well, met us? We at least have to go get the baddies, right? 
This right. is what the, the crystal is pointing at. It's very important for us to find this, wasn't it? Yes. I know we should. I just don't know if we should. <sighs> nah, we should. Let's do it. I'm going. Let's go. Okay. You guys are charging in? Yeah. Uh, lead lead with a fireball. Lead with a fireball. Xana, we will be counting on your fire. Have All right. Xana, right. you need to be first then. I will go first. And Did, you're going to. Yes. I, I'd say while well, he's in still room? in the passage before he gets into the room, just blind fire a fireball okay. in there. That would be my suggestion. All right, Xander, expend one. Expend I mean, it, I mean, it's up to Xander. Xander, you to you. Tell so us. We came Call of Duty, and we're doing round <laughs> corner shots. Is that what we're doing? Uh, real quick, range is if I can't see, uh, how far down the hallway are we looking at? Are we in the hallway? I heard we're back in the rubble. You're in the rubble. There's yeah. a small hole that they have come in and out of, and they're telling you there's uh, a, a chamber beyond. Perfect. Uh, Xander, instead of throwing a fireball, is actually going to grab a bead off of his necklace of fireballs and toss that. You've had that so long. Yes. So long! <laughs> but I don't have right. to spend anything for this one. So I'm going to grab the big bead and chuck it. You chuck it. There is a boom of flame, and uh, who? What? You guys charging in then? Yes. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Charging in. Okay. All right. The group then the plunges cry. in right after that fire, and on. I will bring everyone over to that. Bombs away, bitches! Yeah. <laughs> As we run again, Xander explains, that's kind of an inside joke. You guys don't remember him. There's this guy named Jix who used to throw bombs before we were going to attack. I didn't want to do that to homage to him. I'll tell you about Jix sometime if we make it out alive. All right, everyone should now see this battle map. Uh, the Colium soldiers have somewhat closed in. One was uh, wounded and is patting out some flames uh, upon him. So nice job, Xanner. Your group files in and we have another initiative, fresh initiative that is going to be rolled um, right now. Rolling all, rolling all, re-rolling all. Reset initiative. Roll off. There we go. Mm. Oh, could have Sildren done one thing before we went into that room? Sure. Good. Uh, Sildren says, um, with the speed of Keth and everyone, except for himself, uh, has haste. What? Uh huh. Um, Sildren has the seventh level version now, um, currently of haste, which can affect up to let's see six creatures. So that's uh, Shunka, Master Yaru, Palik, Piercy, uh, uh, Xanner, and Bali. So no Yelena. And not himself, but he has pinch time, which he uses as well. So. Okay, but and what does that mean? Some people don't know what haste means. Uh, haste, you gain an extra action that can either be a strike or a stride. 
just a strike or a stride. Correct. Wow. So, but that's oh, one of your four thing. actions and, and huge. huge. Yeah, full massive. Minute. Some powerful spells being used. Uh, then uh, again, yeah, for a minute, then look at something like uh, Piercy, who should have died twice already. Uh, like a level five hero would have really struggled in those last two Piercy moments. So, all right, some strong heroes charge in. We have initiative, and first up is Polik. Uh, once again, let me move the initiative over. Once again, we've got now in a wide arc semicircle in front of the group are four of these dragging. Kin uh, soldiers. Far to the north is uh, the guy and the sphere. To the f- far to the northwest is the Colium Spark, and far to the northeast are these strange uh, uh, sculptures. Uh, and cutting through the room in the middle uh, is this beam of cold and snow. Palik, you are up first. Piercy is in the middle of initiative, as you did not do after you before initiative was rolled for the first time in a long time. Uh, and Palik, go ahead. Uh, Palik's going to run over on the far side of this Colium guard on uh, the west side. Gotcha. And she's going to strike out. Get him! For a 41. 41 is a hit. No, that is a critical hit. Ooh, nice. Jesus. Oh my God. 77 <laughs> points Holy of damage. Cow. And uh, if it didn't, it's it's gonna have a, uh, it's gonna have uh, some problems with some bleeding. All right. In a little yeah. bit. You just run by and slice massive cut in its side, maybe in its uh, femoral artery as well, and blood just squirts out. Wow, great. And just a, and a Naruto run. <laughs> I'm picturing in Die Hard with a Vengeance with the like female badass character with the knife, and she just like like circles around like <laughs> yeah, six yeah. times, just like slices the dude up. Uh, and she, she she's uh, she's got an extra action, so she'll strike out again. Whoa. Hastily. Yeah, with a 36. Is a hit. Picked a bad day to come into work. Um, so 36 and then she's come to the end of the and Stay for a so, while. Uh, four, 44 <laughs> more points of damage. 44. That's about 120 roughly damage overall. Holy Sick. moly. With movement, badly injuring this creature, Palik is done. The uh, Colium Mage at the far end of the room is uh, delaying his turn. Master Yaru, it is your turn. Um, I am going to... Master Yaru is just going to, like, still in his kind of wind stance, he's just going to calmly begin walking... uh, towards the northeast, um, towards the uh, green um, glowing object. And that is difficult terrain. Oh, is it? Okay, Uh, well then I'll just, uh, I'll cast Wind Jump while I do that then. (laughs) I could hear the cockiness in your tone voice. Anytime it's there, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So I have the Wind Stance and Wind Jump, so I'm just flying about five feet in the air, so. And as I pass these dragonkin with one of my actions, uh, move, wind jump, is that 
technically two actions. I don't know how many actions that is. Spellbook, wind jump. One action. Okay, so one action. I will... Doesn't include the movement that I make to do it? You gain a fly speed, so it does not okay. include... Uh, well, as I do, I have an extra movement anyway. Um, so I'm going to move in, and as I get about here, 30 feet in, I'm just going to look over to the dragonkin to my right, and he's going to feel a swipe on the back of... Some wind on the back of his head <laughs> uh, as I do a wind crash on arm strike, uh, attempt a strike at him. All right, your first ranged melee attack. So bizarrely interesting. And a 33 to hit. Connects. He was not expecting that either. (laughs) All right. That is 21 points of damage and a fortitude save. And three of that is fire. Okay. That's important to know. Uh, And a fortitude save. Of 31. Um, 26, he failed. That is stunned one, thanks to my stunning fist. Oh. Nice. Okay. Extra damage there and stunned one. I might have an issue with my damage. I think I increased my damage on this last level up. I don't know if it's showing. I'll have to talk with you about that. But uh, he stunned one. That was one... Uh, that was my third action and I will move another 50 feet towards the um, object actually I only moved 30 feet so where you're going to the spark I'm going towards these uh, objects in the northeast the green and the skull Oh, okay. So, Object, oh, so, I'm going so, okay. Not, not the sphere that's got the beam right. out of it. Okay. The, not there directly. Not yet. Yeah. All right. Then the Colium Mage is going to interrupt. Not interrupt, but is going to come in after you in initiative and undelay his action. And he is... Uh, weaves his magic claws in Yaru's direction as you've gotten close to him and you feel your emotions starting to waver. Uh, Is this the right path? Maybe you should be waiting for your friends. Maybe you shouldn't even be here to begin with. I shouldn't even be here today. Make a willpower save 31, Yaru. Okay, incoming thirty-two. Oh, and he pulls it off with a success. You are stunned one. Oh, okay. Great. So be glad you didn't fail. I am, in fact. Let me go to my. Okay. Done. Scrolling. That's done. And he moved over to there. Done. All right. Next up is Piercy. Stunned one. Does that mean I lose one action? Yes. Correct? But I have haste, one turn. So. Yep. Piercy, your turn. What are you going to do? Piercy. Dice is... Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Now, dice yeah. is difficult terrain, correct? Correct. Okay. So, that's how far? 45. Uh, in two moves, I can get to this guy. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to tump, attempt to tumble behind. So. I tumble through you. I tumble through you. 
it's going to be minus three because I had to add that circumstantial bonus. In your so well. 40. Tumble behind 40. Is a success. Okay. And I have panache now. Yes. Um, so. Stop that. And this is my third move. I'm going to go ahead and use Fencher. And we're going to strike. Good luck. Uh, five. That'll do it. You got him. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try it with a five. That a is a hit. All right. Um, Such a hefty fighter. Oh, oh, 44 points of damage. With some of that being fire. Some of that is. Uh, stand by. Nice. Six of that is fire. Okay. Big damage dealt to that guy, and you badly hurt that one as well. And I think Piercy's done. Yes. Next, uh, we have. Just take three of your actions. Uh, it took no. me two to get over there. Uh, then tumble behind's one, and then tumble behind counts as the end. But, but you have four actions this turn. Oh, because of haste. Haste. Damn it. Can I can I do Dab just a regular again. attack? You can do a regular attack and say, yeah, no. Wait, what is the a, finisher? The finisher that... has to be the finishing attack. I can't do any. Technically, I can't do any other attacks after a finisher. Then you cannot. Anything else you want to do? Um. <laughs> You're just standing there. Oh, I can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. All right then. This is what I'll do. How far is this? And here you two are. I'm gonna tell go. behind this guy. All right. Talk into your mic. Seven. All right. It is a critical success. You regain your panache, and this guy's going to be flat-footed on your next turn. Yeah! Xanner. Xanner sees a Colian spark and immediately is drawn to it and casts Fireball! Okay. A fireball is launched to the northwest, explodes around this Colium spark, and roll your damage. He's casting a level five fireball. Oh, so many dice. 43 wow. points of fire. Ooh. Destroys the Colium spark. There is a loud explosion. And the spark erupts. It dies and explodes. <clears throat> it doesn't die, but it explodes. And it does a bunch of damage to the one you... Uh, incidentally fireballed before you even entered the room. He takes 75 <laughs> points of damage. Ooh. And then every single enemy on the board is knocked prone as the magic zaps them as this is a connection that they have to this area as the sparks are wont to do. And drop them all prone. That is massive. That's essentially a stun one to every enemy and 75 points <laughs> of damage. Yeah! Does, does anything happen to the sphere in the middle that's projecting the ice or anything? No, no change. Good question, though. Xander casts shield, pulling all sorts of ice up and around him, kind of putting himself in his glass case a little bit for uh, his last move. All right. 
Soldiers are next. The first soldier is next to Polik. He is badly hurt, but is going to attack you as soon as I can bring up his stats. There we go. He's going to do his draconic frenzy that we love so. Oh, uh, son he has of to a... stand up first, right? All right, he stands up with his first action. His second action is to critically fail an attack against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any reaction to that or is that Piercy? I get confused. That's All right. He critically fails and he will strike a second time with a normal chance to hit, but he will be flat-footed to your first attack next turn. Perfect. Oops, I just rolled damage. I need to roll a strike. His second attack. Oh my God, I'm rolling the wrong numbers. Flailing around with his sword. 26, I think is a miss. No. Uh, shoot, a Draconic Frenzy, make two and one tail strike, and then he gets a desperate tail strike as well with Draconic Frenzy, that is also a miss. Everything goes wrong for that poor fellow. Well, it's the, gonna get worse for him because he's gonna it? take some bleeding damage, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, only nine, nine points of bleeding damage. Okay. Nine. Got it. A little slow here. There we go. All right. Next guy goes. He is to the north. He is going to go charge straight. Oh, that's why it's not working. I'm in my light section. I need to be stand in my up. bad guy section. He's going to stand up. He is going to, God darn it. He's going to stand up. I'm in my guy. There we go. Second action is to fly over to Bali. Ah! And his last action only is to single attack you, Bali, with his Sword of Ice. Bali, that is a 40, 4-0 to hit. 4-0 is a hit. Not a critical. Oh, by all means, it should have been, but... (laughs) That is only 21 points of damage, with two of that being cold. All right, so you said 21 for the damage? With two of that being cold, don't you have resistance at all? I do. So that would be that 19. Off, so 19 damage. There you go. All right. God, that uh, that drop prone was huge to them. Next guy to go is to the northeast. He was wounded by Piercy. He runs. He's also stunned one first before Dang. he fell prone. So he's stunned one. <laughs> he's prone. He, then he stands up. His third <laughs> action is to fly after you, Yaru. He can't even catch up, though. That's how much actions he got screwed over. Wow! And there is one last Coleum soldier who is next to Piercy. He will stand up and then do his Draconic Frenzy, getting his triple attacks on you, Piercy. He's first attack. That's only when you're attacking him. Uh, 30 to hit, 25 to hit and 16 to hit. He misses, 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 swings and swings and swings, and you're just this blur of Yasoki ratful goodness, and he misses. Bali, you're up. Bali, Bali, Bali. You got that taken care of. Bali will cast his first ever, first ever, the ultra powerful, (laughs) oh my God. Ultra powerful <laughs> divine lance, his first cantrip he's ever cast. This is your first cantrip? My first wow. cantrip. And oh, first offensive right. spell, I first think. First offensive like, spell, yeah. yeah. There's a critical miss. 
is, is that minus 10 for my AC? Is that like, is 10 less than my AC a critical miss? No, we're not doing that for the, the attack, only if they roll natural ones. Uh, and uh, Bali's looking to kill steel, so he's going to try and hit the uh, <laughs> the, the bleeding one that Bleak <laughs> is dealing with. Okay. And here we go. Uh, it's uh, it's a roll against the AC. All right. And you'll have to forgive me. I've I've forgotten all. I I, I never do. All <laughs> I stuff. don't know how to attack oh. things anymore. I don't know. I, I forgot. I can do the damage. Well, I'll just spell, do the roll. And then roll go. and hit the attack button below it. Yeah, expand the spell by clicking on its name, on the and name then the there's an attack oh, button there at the is. bottom. Wee! A 26 to hit. All right, you gloriously fail with your first ever attack. How'd <laughs> you do that? <laughs> uh, the next one is to bring up his shield. Uh, which is uh, in this icy cavern and whatnot. These stone pebbles seem to roll up and find their way, even pulling some from Xanner and his elementalness and uh, kind of form this little crusty shield around uh, Bali. Whoa, how did you do that? I have my ways. And you have one more action, Bali. Oh, and that that I do. Uh, I will punch him. Okay. <laughs> Cantrip punch. He's feeling feisty. Uh, let's see. Boom, boom. Unarmed attack. Oh my goodness. A, a 21? 21, and that's with rolling an 18. Uh, <laughs> wow. You put everything behind that. Think about that next time you talk shit, Bali. He's, he's, he's got that. I've got a right here. <laughs> uh, he's, he, he was stretching his legs. They don't go very far, but he stretches. Um, divine defense. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You've got to be. Are you not trained in that? St- I don't think you are yet because you're not the martial guy. That's probably why. I do something wrong here. What I do? Yep. Uh, what level? Divine. Fortitude. I'm just double checking here. Proficiency in your deity's favored weapon. Yeah, um, you you are literally untrained. Um, yeah, that's a big whiff. It hurts your shoulder socket. You hit nothing but air <laughs> super hard. Sildren. Uh, Sildren looks around at all the ice and, and every difficult terrain and is like, nah. And uh, pulls a potion out of his uh, pouch, pops it off. Drinks it, his feet rise up off the ground, and he starts to fly forward. Um, so I have right. drank a potion of fly, which is two actions. Uh, third action will put me... I'm actually going to kind of land, not land, but be adjacent to... Um, Heading to the east towards... Your and my fourth action will be to cast Guidance on Piercy, because that's a single action. Oh. Um, 
you get a plus one status bonus to your next attack, perception, saving, or skill check. And then Shunka, uh, who has four actions, is going to try to complete what Bali could not and kill Steel. <laughs> uh, Paliks. You kill. bastards. <laughs> uh, and he's going to make his attack. Come on, dude. Natural uh, 20. Ooh, there we go. I think this is the first time. Yeah, hit. he's hit much less actually uh, <laughs> done anything worthwhile. Uh, 29 damage. The creature is slain. Chunka kind of just you son of looks a up bitch. and gives a now toothy now grin. you decide to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Police, you're up. Uh, um, well. Uh, Palik is going to trot on over to the east. See, that was the whole point of what Bali was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, by the way, turn around. <laughs> to uh, this next Colium uh, guard, and she'll uh, she'll tap him on the shoulder with her, uh, her sword. All right, you're, you're protecting Bali. Yep. A 39 is a critical hit plus two if you're flanking yeah oh my good uh 64 (laughs) points of damage you just cleaned this not enough nope but it will it will have some uh persistent damage and she has one hit point left (laughs) she takes the uh the button on her sword and the lightning starts zapping (laughs) yeah she'll uh she'll strike again then oh okay uh, the, no, 26. 26 is a mess. Yep. You got one more. Okay. I do not. It took me two to get, it took two movements to get there. All right. Master Yaru. Uh, Master Yaru. Why does it keep giving me that thing? Um, feeling just the, all of the wind within 30 feet of him gives him a little bit of uh, <laughs> idea of who's in his presence. So feeling the dragon can try to get close to him. He just smiles and sends out another attack just without even thinking about it. With a 19 on an attack, which is a natural 20, because I have a keen rune. Yeah, keen rune. Expand your critical Because I have a keen rune, so. Critical 20! That's a critical. And that is 39 points of damage. Uh, A- um, Some fire uh, in there. Six points of fire damage and a fortitude saving throw. All right, fortitude like save. Wants to pet you on the head. Like, oh, that's nice. thirty-one. <laughs> Thirty-five. Thirty-five. You passed. Okay, uh, no problem there. He will continue on his way. You have three actions uh, remaining. I, I was uh, <laughs> stunned one, so I only have two actions. Okay, that's um, right. Only two of my four. I will continue on my way here. So I'll move a little bit closer to the objects and look at the mage. And I'll say, you do not understand who we are yet, but you will. And as he turns to the uh, green object, another strike will come at the mage this time. All right, Uh, I'll tell you two things before you make the roll. He, when you say that, he has this look of recognition on his face. This, oh, 
And then as you turn away from him and make a motion to strike, he calls out, no! And he is prone still, because he has not had his turn since uh, that thing. That doesn't change anything I just right. said. Yeah, but isn't he flat-footed then? He's not being attacked. Yara is attacking the, the, the no, sculpture. I was, I was gonna attack him. Oh, okay. Then was, he says, no. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. I turn to the object, but I'm uh, but I attack him from behind. Uh, All 31 right. to hit. Th- 31. No. Flat footed. 33, right? Because he's prone. He is prone. So 33, right? Or is that what? What is? What? I don't know if that. What? How? How? He this was prone because is... of the spark. I don't know if that means he's flat footed. Yeah. We're entering new weird territory here. I, I know they. I know anybody who's ever yeah. attacked me when I was prone got a That's damn uh, advantage. So, okay. but it depends on if it's ranged or not. You can. It's, it's like coming from melee? the ground. Essentially, it's a propulsive. It's just an unarmed strike. It just strikes happens to be. All right, hold on. This this is a new rule concept here. It's just a magic strike. It just happens to be from the air. You can unarmed strikes as ranged strikes against targets. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we need to figure out what the heck prone means. I don't think it does anything versus ranged. I don't think so. Or if anything, it might hinder. This is just new territory, Yaru, so we got to... Um, but they ignore all concealment and cover, if that... Matters. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think prone would be its own thing, though. Prone, 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 prone. There it is. Prone. Um, you are flat-footed and take a minus two penalty to a t- two attack rolls. Okay. There it is. The move. Um, you are crawl. You can take cover, which he's not doing. You can stand up. Take cover if you're not prone. You're laying right. You are flat-footed, so that's what we're zooming nice. in on. Flat-footed. You're distracted. You take a minus two penalty to AC. There is nothing at all about range. So everything applies. Okay, 33 to hit. Or uh, 33. Is is good. That's a hit. Awesome. He will take damage. From the wind that somehow possesses fire, it is a five, uh, 19 points of damage of that five is fire. Okay. And a fortitude save. And the fortitude save. Let's see where his fort is at. He gets a 28. He does not pass. Oh! He's stunned one again. Prone? Uh, no, he's not prone. He No, he yes. is prone. He hasn't gone he's yet. He's still prone, and he's stunned one, uh, and he's hurt, and I still have another action. Nice. Um, I will move in towards the objects. I'm going to go right here. Behind the sculptures. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of look to him and look to both of them to see which he would he gestures to the most uh, cautiously i guess if that, if that he just has a look of terror not when you struck him from afar but a look of terror about you by you being anywhere near those things and it is his turn his first turn is shaking his head to get it clear again his second turn is to stand up that's it <laughs> he has one action left. Third turn is to do a quick cantrip and throw three ice shards far across the How room. How does he get three actions? 
His first one was a stun that he first one out. stun. Yeah, second, second one, to stand, stand up, up, and then third one is casting. Third one cantrip. But stun cantrip, and then he has two actions: one to stand Ooh. up and one for the cantrip. If you want to think of it this way, he just got up and he's doing a cantrip. But the stunned one takes away one of his actions. Right. Right. So, right. so he had three. So stand up is one. The cantrip is a single action because it's a cantrip, and that's his two actions. Oh, okay. Some cantrips are one, some are two. This one's oh, one. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. He got a hit, a critical hit, and a miss. Hit, critical hit, miss. Okay. I didn't tell you the targets though. Polik, an ice shard goes flying past your head, misses you and kills the Colium soldier between you and Bali. (laughs) Sildren, an ice shard goes flying in your direction and almost hits the Colium soldier next to you. And Yaru, the Colium soldier that's been chasing after you, is struck by one of the shards from the mage and is killed. What? Okay. As he <clears throat> strikes the his own men with ice shards. What? Can I say something? Can I say something to him? Before you do, he will take a fourth bonus action and get back partially prone as he gets down on his knees and extends his hands into the air. I think he's surrendering. Explain yourself in the common tongue, creature. And Yari will teleport over to him. Uh, Actually, never mind. I'm going to stay where I am and behind these objects. I'm going to stay right right where I am. Never mind. Forget that. Piercy, you want to do anything? Um, But I do say that. So the the dude in front of me is still alive, though, yes? Yes. Okay. Uh he sees what's happening and is like, ah, I'll help him out and starts to attack. Um, so I have Panache. He is flat footed. Come on. Come on. There we go. And so we're going to first attack. Uh, 35 is a hit. Okay. Said he recognized me. 17, and that is one fire. Got it. Second attack. 34. Is a hit. More damage. Woo! 32, and six of that is fire. Okay. Uh, third attack is going to be a finisher. Oh. Hard to pull off. Oh. It's a 22. Is a miss. I believe you're doing your confident, whatever it's called. I have a confident finisher. So, so you do minimum damage. Damage on that is 20. 20? Still not bad. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Just precision. So, all uh, right. And I Dinner fears his flaming sphere for things like that, and you're just like, "Well, I missed him, so I like just cut you dead." Um, I have a fourth action. So, uh, since I just lost Panache with that, um, uh, with that finishing move, I'm going to hold that. He's going to burn his uh, reaction to do retaliatory retaliatory strike, okay. and lashes out with his tail defense frick. 
Go ahead and make a fourth attack as he critically fumbles and gets a tail slowly right in front of your face. Get a free attack at no missed attack penalty bonus. Nice. Oh, so a normal? Just an attack right now. This will be your fourth action, though. Ah, that thing rolled 35. Everywhere. 35 uh, is a hit. That's a hit. And that's 18 more points of damage, and one of those is fire. He is slain. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was easy. Too easy. It was too easy. This is uh, not over yet. There are no uh, combatants who are fighting, so you guys can start taking turns and whatever you want to do outside of normal order. It's totally up to you. But before you do that, we will take our break there and we'll be back in about five or 10 minutes. See you then. Staying for the night on account of the plague. Why not have a seat at the fireplace? Pour yourself a mug of ale and have a listen to us, the Inglorious Bards, at twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. And is it wrong for me to get a little turned on by how you're saying that? The Colium Mage, as his hands up and is uh, kneeling on the ground, his soldiers lie dead around in this chamber. Gather around him. Do not let him speak as freely as he would like. Explain your surrender, mage. Why do you say mage so nasty? <laughs> Just say, I mean, he's, he's mean they, all, but like... They do it about sorcerer. I thought it would be a nice little sting. Yeah. <laughs> I surrender. I... Uh, I, I, I have, I have been told this would happen. I surrender. Spare my life. Explain yourself. I would, you have seen, I was just going to say, you have seen my presence before. Or one like me, have you not? I was told about you, all of you. Uh, my men and I were slaughtered uh, by a witch. Years ago, she killed all my men, but left me alive and said one day, a band of men and women would walk through water to push back against the queen of Jarvain. That surrendering was the only chance that Varen had at survival, as well as my own life. I am surrendering. You care for the lives of the ordinary people of Varen instead of what Charais for his life. We shall see, children. What gave you such giving features? Why do you stand out amongst the Colium? I am one of the painted mages. I've been given great honors and great suffering in this terrible place. We have come across one of your kind before, but he did not seem to possess magical powers. He was guarding Vodak. Uh, 
I do not want to be here anymore. And many of the Colium agree with me. The old life of Jarvain was much better now than this terrible quest Char Ice is dead set upon the destruction or 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 control over Alvaren. I liked the old ways, the comfortable cold of the Jarvain Mountains. I do not want to be at war. I am not your enemy. What are those the statue and the sapphire looking thing over there? What do those do? Those bind this lake uh, uh, to my power. And when they're destroyed, what then happens? The crystalline sculpture pointing to the whitish, what you called sapphire due to the image, but whitish, almost looks like a 3D chessboard from Star Trek. Um, He points to that one. (laughs) that holds together the ice that you walk upon. And what is the purpose of all of this? Yara steps away from it really quick. (laughs) (laughs) What is the purpose of the, this jet? It is all of the power of the Rift Sphere. I will tell you all that I know of the Rift Sphere and, and Char Ice's plan if you swear to me uh, my freedom. And I will go far away from you so that I will not be killed and far away from her so she does not exact vengeance upon me. You, for that, you have my word. Um, Sodren kind of looks at everybody else and sort of like, you know, without him seeing necessarily and sort of like nods that he's for for that plan. Yaru steps right up to him now, leaving the uh, items open uh, should he decide to go after them or trick us or, you know, just showing him I'm going to trust him a little bit and approach him. Um, Let us resume this conversation on the surface. We shall see how far your trust goes then. Very well. Uh, A moment, Master Yaru. I think Uh, uh, traveling to the surface while we still have these artifacts in existence would be counterproductive as I think we're going to have to destroy them at some point. Can they be destroyed without us being inside? Maybe we could take them with us. Yes, we'll Everything just... goes up and down <clears throat> through this thing. If we just put the statue inside the ice beam, <laughs> shoot it out. I'm not sure. Yes, is it, is it a water slide that we can <laughs> use to <laughs> quickly escape? Yes. Uh, Yara just looks at him and is like, yes. What is the manner of our escape now? How do you how do you assure our safety and our freedom from this dungeon? Just as you spoke, you leave the way you came. <clears throat> I want nothing to do with that blasted warmth and uh, unbearable heat out there. But I will brave it once again if uh, I am to be set free. 
And we I mean will, to bring an end to this false uh, weather. Yes, yes. The rift sphere, he says, pointing to the giant rotating ice ball. These are things that benefit char ice, yes? Uh, Yes, she uh, she, uh, revived old magic uh, from uh, forgotten god, uh, Mancilia. There was a war out in the Shimmering Sea long ago. Rift spears were used and the great continent out in the sea was destroyed and the Thousand Isles were left behind, as well as the Rift Spheres, and she is using the Rift Spheres to generate this cold. And with the cold, she is able to move about and she gains strength, and the Coldium army is able to move about more freely and gain strength. How to destroy it then? And Bali is making a more aggressive posture and moving up to the, uh, the Rift Sphere. With a weapon drawn. All right. All right. He says, no, no, don't do that. It will, it will create a bit of shards that will be most unpleasant to you for a bit, but the heat that it will emanate would be quite unpleasant for me. So don't break it while you're here. I, I can, I can do this. And he starts to cast a spell upon it. He successfully casts the spell upon it, <laughs> and Reaction. the sphere shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and shrinks to the size of a volleyball. And as he does so, the uh, torrent of ice that's been jetting out uh, fades away and disappears, and the room becomes uh, less icy, less cold, and less loud. How many rift spheres are there? There are three. I was put in charge of the one here for Ivoron. The other two? Where are they? There is one that has been left at the creation in a fortress on an island in the Thousand Isles. The other is in Dakarath. But I have received word not too long ago that that does not go well. There is an army there that is pushing back against the Colians there. Is this sphere dead? Bali is thinking of kicking it around and picking it up. Uh, it is still rotating you're gonna play, magically. You're going to play soccer with the sphere. Well, he's thinking about it. He's going to play snooker with the is, sphere. Is the sphere, is it dead? I'm going to take it. Elmon. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> he says, there's a way to destroy the sphere in just the right spot, but uh, I would not like to be near it. No, take it. Volley. Um, Tell us how try to scoop it up and throw it into a sack. All right, you do so. You have some sort of sack or backpack that is now bristling with a bulging coldness. Tell me where to go to break this thing. Yiggity. Yaru uh, excuses himself a little bit from the party, just kind of walks away into a corner. Um, see, it might seem odd, but he's doing something. We're used to like it. He, it's like he's gonna go pee. There's a yellow spot that forms in the. <laughs> Starts kicking snow, covering up a puddle. You don't take it anywhere. You just <clears throat> puncture it. 
on this spot and he points to the base of uh there's a there's a uh that baby spot on the top of the head is on. <laughs> Just pushes in. And you hold it for seven seconds and it reboots to factory settings. And I'm going to destroy this thing unless you're going to stand and watch. I don't want you to do that. I'm. Let me get miles away before you do that. We we Coleum do not like the warmth it will generate. You might get singed. I would be burned. He did give it to us. We can wait for that, right? Then go. Fly away. Wait, where are you going to go? Banish to the mountains of Jarvain. That's where you will stay. What? You both spoke. Go ahead, Zanar. Oh, wait. Where are you going to go? They'll they'll know that you betrayed them. Yeah, I cannot go back to Jarvain, and I cannot go east where the dead are fighting back, and I cannot go south for fear of the Red Dragon. Perhaps the mountains to the southeast. Why are you scared of the Red Dragon? That is... Uh, uh, there is a beast there to the south that is of quite some concern to my former queen. She believes that the red dragon would be a powerful ally, but there is bad blood between them and also has quite some concerns that this dragon would turn against her. So I would not wish to be anywhere near that. If it would lash out against a dragon such as Charice, I can only imagine what it would do to me. Well, it sounds like you can't go east, you can't go back north, and you can't go south. You could either go west to the islands, or you could stay with us and help us take down the rest of the spheres. I I cannot go west either. There's an attack that is being launched as we speak against the king's wall in my... own Colium would see me for sure, and I cannot be seen with you. I imagine you will be getting into even more chaos and trouble, and I do not want to be caught in that. I will flee to the mountains to the southeast. How many of your Colium feel as you do? Only a handful, but the most independent handful, and those are the ones that are in some seats of positions. Tell me this, Dragon. What is your name? My name is Hatrak. If you wish to earn our trust and truly earn your own life, and I do not mean here and now, I mean a true life, for you and the Dragonkin to live as the people of Varen wish to as well. Say this prayer. We need something from you, here and now. You swear to us that you will help you and the blue uh, painted dragonkin will help destroy Charais, find these rift spheres, and kill them all. 
I cannot do that. I will be hunted down if I find if any of my brethren find me. I must flee immediately. You can take all of the resources that have been given me. And he clanks a loud pouch with metal on the ground. Uh, you can take my uh, my uh, teleportation quill. You can take my prayer beads. You can uh, take everything. Uh, but I cannot do what you say. I must flee. I am dead if I am seen by you or anyone now. I must get out of way from this battle. Hey, then I the the <clears throat> the statue things, the he shrunk both of them down. No, just the Negative. sphere. The sphere is blasting the ice force. Okay. The statues are still there. So you flee, you go to the southeast. That is the home of my kin. I cannot promise you safe passage, but you would be bound there. If you were found anywhere else, you, else you would surely be destroyed. Does that suit you? I do not like any of my options, but this witch predicted the future, and I've seen it come to pass with your arrival. I must think of myself and if I must become alone, Colium, then that is what I must do. We need this you. is no small thing, so in the name of an Ashbeard clan, I would let you go. But it is not solely my decision. And Bali just starts examining the sphere. If okay. you cannot destroy the rift spheres yourself, then we ask you to gather those who can, or who you are willing to try. He is not listening. I cannot talk to anyone. I you am get used dead to it now. after a while. <laughs> if you do not kill me, the soldiers will kill me. If the soldiers do not kill me, the mages will kill me. If the mages do not kill me, my own painted leaders will kill me. If they do not kill me, Char Ice will kill me. I must flee. Then flee to one that we can trust. Charissa, she's gonna kill everyone. Palik, you're muted. Not, not just you. Uh, Hotchock, you said there are others that feel the same as you. Yes. And you, and you, you are scared to be, you, you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere where there is anybody else. What, can you lead us to these others? Tell us where they are and who they are. We can get information and help from them, and then we can send them to where you're going. So you won't have to live in solitude for long. Ooh, make a diplomacy roll. <sighs> okay, 35. 35. I can tell you the name Natar, General Natar. He leads a force of the Colium army, not far from your city on the coast. And he is like you. He does not truly wish to be at con conflict with the people of Ivoron. We have spoken before this campaign began months and months ago 
about our displeasure, but we follow our orders. I have not talked to him since then. There is a creature at the bottom of this lake, a kraken. What do you know of it? It was here when we set up this containment. The sphere within this critical mass of water connects with magic, able to create all of this weather throughout this entire kingdom. With it now limited, pointing to Bali's backpack where the sphere has been, no, it's in his hands now, pointing to the sphere. The weather will die down uh, dramatically. The, the kraken was here at the depths of this lake when we arrived. That there, he points to the icy statue of a creature's head, keeps it away from our structure. And it is what has kept us alive. And does anything else in this area other than that sphere that we now possess bring aid or further Char Ice's cause? What more can we do to hinder her? I've told you everything I know. I have given you everything that I have. Now it is time for you to honor your word. Honor. Soldier looks at everybody else and sort of nods. Zeta gives yeah. a thumbs up. All right. You. You're going you... to the southeast mountains. If we can get a hold of this General Natar, we will send him and anyone he trusts after you. Ali, you seem like you have ants in your pants. Is there? Uh, it, it, it might. It might be an interesting thing. Um. Uh, Bali uh, approaches uh, Hatrek. Is that his hey. name? Uh, I can't get into you. Safe passage. But I may be able to leave a mark on you that would spare your life if you were going to where my kin were. You would still have to hide, but you might not suffer the most extreme circumstances. And Bali's willing to place upon him a permanent sigil. Okay. Uh, of uh, a, a clan marking that he would have. It's invisible uh, to anyone else who's not really looking for it. And that's what I offer him. So it would sear upon him in some way if he allows it. And uh, I let him go. That's a promise from the clan of Ashbeard in that regard. All right. He takes the mark. It doesn't hurt, but you uh, uh, magically trace it upon him. He then looks over his shoulder several times as he heads for the exit and well, scurries away. You said you had a bag of stuff. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Throws the bag. Yeah, we, we will take this stuff. <laughs> I'm altering the deal. <laughs> <laughs> he left his little pouch behind. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Yari just gives him a "Be careful on the mountain pass" as he leaves. All right, and he disappears. Let us be away from this place and destroy the sphere. What? What about? Okay. Destroy it right here. 
Oh, I gotta wait for the mile. I, I think you need to wait until Hot Pocket gets yeah, further yeah, away. Yeah. Also, let's be on the surface. Yeah, let's well. not do it here. Oh, we don't long, have to do it here. Okay. It's a long swim up. What about the um, the skull and the green object? Can we take those with us? Does the that dis- does that disrupt the Kraken's slumber or whatever? It's up to you. How big are they? I would leave all alone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three by three by three, three, three foot cube, roughly, of, of sculpture. I would not choose to disturb those no. items. The Kraken remains where it is. One, one belays the Kraken, the other keeps this fortress at bay, I suppose. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, one. You destroy well, one, you destroy the other, perhaps. If you lose the fortress, you lose the Kraken statue. Is that I your almost thinking? got them both in the fireball. I, I, yes, <laughs> I, I only wonder if we destroy the green, uh, if we destroy the fortress, um, if we can do that on the surface or if we can do that in here is my question. Because why would we leave the fortress still standing? How big are the statues? Are they as big as us? They're no. Three by three by three. Yes. So yes, they're as big as me then. Yeah. <laughs> We're not moving them. Okay. Easily. Let's I'll just leave, leave them. Like, I, who cares? I know if we destroy them here, it's a, we got to run to get out. It's, I know. Yeah. It's not only that. We're gonna That's not up. what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying. We're going to have a cracking hot on our ass too. That's what I'm saying. I was just, can we move them? What's my question? So if not, then let's go. Ever seen the countdown section of Metroid? <laughs> That's uh, exactly the main thing that benefits Char Ice here seems to be this rift sphere. If uh, I, I believe these items are just here to facilitate mm-hmm. her ability to um, control that rift sphere and the weather. The weather is what is benefiting her with the rest of the rift sphere gone. Flying fast. I'm yes. getting antsy. He starts okay. digging his finger into the. <laughs> Let Dinner's- us go. Digging then, through his yeah. bag while everyone's talking and just kind of like checking each of his wands and going through his scrolls. And it's, <laughs> it's not here. It's not here. It's, oh, oh, I think I found it. The scroll of collective transportation. I can teleport targets to new positions within the area so I can get them a little further away. And then uh, everything needs to fit within that space. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's enough. Never mind. No, Zana, let's, right. let's go. Let it, let him be. <laughs> well, hat tr- dragging hat, hat track is already gone. We're we're just yeah. Hat trick is left. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, let's make our yep. way then. I'm not too keen. Oh, and watch the walls. Those little bitey things. They might be back again. All right, you guys head out and leave you make your way down the corridors and are at this small chamber not too far away that has four cages with creatures inside and walk right on past them apparently and then mm-hmm. continue to <laughs> the vertical chef they have not proved to be very friendly so <laughs> and you uh are now at this boulder area that sticks out of the vertical shaft of magic in the lake with little mini floors of about a foot of water above you how are you getting up by <laughs> just flies uh Silver can get himself out 
Um, but that <clears throat> Shunka and some other concerns, but column of water is still shooting up. You said. So no. it's a the, the, the column is gone. That was that was gone. the frozen ice thing that uh. we turned off. Turned the tap off. So we could technically leave out of a wall, right? Easily. Easily. <laughs> it's just then, doing something. <laughs> yeah, and then go up. Um, some of us can fly. Um, ooh. Maybe a dragon form? Can you carry the rest of the people? Is that, or a bug form or like a... Potentially, I actually have a different spell in mind that okay. might help a little bit more. Uh, I have a repulsion spell. So I can manifest You're an repulsive aura. enough of <laughs> But it keeps everything away. It's not extra stinky, but it, it, anything that would try to attack it, it keeps away. And if, if we all huddle together, we could be inside my bubble and we could move up. So it affects us, does it not? Is it an actual bubble? Would it still require swimming? Well, everything I do is an aura. So this is an energy aura as well. So it's it's an energy wave that goes out. It, it, and... it can go out to 40 feet. All creatures have to attempt a will save to get into my area. Otherwise, they just don't want to be near us. And if we stuck together and swum our way out my to the stone wall, that would not be too difficult, I believe. I do have one concern. Sildren, step over here for half a second. Sildren steps over with Polite. Yel- Yelena on the way down here told me she can't swim. I don't want to point that out to embarrass her, but we have that concern to take care of. Indeed. Um... Well, if you're worried about old Bolly, don't. I could take off and be right up, up top. Can you fly too, Bolly? I'm not licensed for it, but I can go. As a stone priest, he sinks like a stone. <laughs> yeah. I'm better down than up. But I, I can, can fly. I mean, of can, course, I can fly too. You could strap her to Piercy's back. I got some help right here. Red I could fly Yelena out, but I wouldn't be able to get everybody else. And Xander, your your repulsion does not have any ally um, acceptance to it. All creatures. All creatures. So it's really stinky then. Um, I I can swim out and up. Molly is having just side chat with you about the downsides to repulsion. <laughs> I can um, make my get myself out as well for Shunka. Probably to take him as long as he holds on tight to my dragon form. I can definitely carry. do a dragon form, but I'm only large, so it'd be like one at a time. Can you can you get Yelena out and up? I think like Piercy and I can swim. Yeah. Bali has a plan, and I the rest fly. of you can fly. So Tom, dragon form. Can mm-hmm. we um a fit in and out of this 
tube, basically. Um, and could we bring somebody with us when we're doing that? Uh, you can fit, yes. Uh, it does not necessarily affect your bulk carrying or your strength, oddly enough. It gives you unarmed attacks and a athletics modifier, so you would be half speed. Okay, but we could do it. Yes. Duration so, one minute, though. Xanner, if you and I both took our forms and took turns, I believe we could get everybody out of here. Or you really just everybody. need one. Yeah, you just need one. Except trip. for Master Yaru, who can fly. Let's go. All right. It. Okay. Stand back. <clears throat> or don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's on. So what are you Tanner, doing? Tanner uh, casts himself as a red dragon. All right, a red dragon of large size, so eight, 10 feet or so tall. Xanner uh, stretches out some wings, turns into a dragon, grabs onto gently the Yelena, the young sorceress, and flaps his wings in a narrow vertical shaft of water and flies up, piercing through a one foot ceiling of water, cascading water down as you fly up, piercing through another and then up into daylight for the first time in a while and then uh, a light upon a wall of stone, I believe, right outside there. Didn't you create Correct, a little yeah, bridge? Correct, the bridge. That yeah. was left over the top. And then once he's up, um, Soldrin turns into a large green dragon and we'll first take Shunka out. All right. <laughs> Uh, after some time, uh, you are able to get everyone out before your time expires. You have also noticed that the dome is no longer there. That protective warm dome is gone. There is a snow that is now falling, but it is a very light and gentle snow that is falling. Feels more natural. And there is no giant, obviously, spout of cold that's uh, firing off into the top of the dome anymore either. But there's still that hole in the water. There's still that hole in the water, correct. Crazy. Well, and you guys are walking across the bridge and you're back on the beach. As you walk across the bridge, there's also strange uh, swarming black shapes that follow you underneath the bridge, but they leave you alone when you hit the beach. So point of order that the hole in the water is where we were in that ice chamber, yeah? Is that accurate? We were to the left of the hole. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, a circle, so whatever, but... I don't know okay, what the so question is. What would be... Where does that hole go now? Where we were. Nothing changed with the hole. Everything that uh, you went okay. down Copy. is the same Copy. as you All right, out. yep. Bali, you ready to kill that thing? Oh, yes, absolutely. If you have some resistance to heat, that would be a good idea. And so I'm saying this as he's getting further and further away. <laughs> come, come, Yelena, let us uh, let us stand over here a I'm mile a dwarf. away. How bad could it be? Just uh, in case, I can cast resist energy on you. Okay. And so Xander will. Me. He will cast a resist energy of fire. 
Is that, yeah. is that the goal? Sounds good. I think so. Uh, and because it spreads, uh, if he, I can cast it as a level seven again. I'll just hit everybody with it. Well, not yep. everybody. Not everybody. No, um, you can leave Yaru out as uh, I said he was going into the corner um, down in the um, cave, but he'll actually do that now after after the fact. Well, hold on, what cave? You guys have already come no, all the way know, out. I know, I know, I know. So when we were down the there, I said I'm going to go down to a corner by myself for a minute. I, instead of doing it back then, I'm going to do that now, if that makes sense, back on the surface. I'm going to go spend some time alone. So even further away from where everybody is. Are you trying to get focus he's, he's just point walking away. He's getting the focus point. Okay. No, he's just. No, I'm getting no. F- even further away from the blast radius, but I'm also just getting some solitary time real quick. Xander, who Xander. are you not casting that spell on? Let's do it that way. Yeah, Let's good question. Uh, Xander will not cast it on Yaru and on. A volunteer. Don't Tomek. cast it on me. And on himself, because he's gonna fly. He's gonna he's gonna take off instead. So I'll be up in the air. Okay. Well, I find some distance away from everyone, not too far, but uh, you know, about fifty feet, let's say. And someone gets another hundred feet away. <laughs> All these steps close, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm faster. Ruptures this thing in some violent. Uh, appointed fashion. As you need to be able to pierce it. I have a clan dagger. That'll work. You get out your clan dagger and pierce the fontanelle of the sphere. You had to look and it up, as you, you... <laughs> I did. <laughs> I just did. You caught me. <laughs> and you grab it and you stab it into this and it almost has a uh, an egg-like softness as you pierce through and then there's an eruption of ice shards and Bali, you take eight points of cold and piercing damage. Eight points of cold and piercing. Uh, how much of that is cold? Yeah. Or is it eight and eight and it's 12 well, and 16? The, the cold, that resistance is long gone. That uh, I have my natural rune, which is cold 10. Oh, then a half, so four, four, four points. points. You only take four. All right, uh, little shards hit you, and then a moment later, the thing explodes in almost a shockless wave of heat. You just feel this huge wave of heat emanate like you open the door to a house in Arizona in the summer uh, from an air conditioned uh, opening and boom, you're just hit. You open up the oven door and you are blasted. Uh, Everyone keep in mind, those of you who do and do not have fire resistance, everyone takes damage within one mile of the rift sphere and the damage is 105 fire damage. Oh my 105. God. Is there a save versus that? There is no save. It is lofts this, over mm-hmm. everything. Is this Varen's first nuclear bomb? That's <laughs> 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 uh, awesome. Plants and some small flowers and things immediately die and wilt. Other things just get blasted. The air around you, all that snow is immediately blasted out and away. The sky above is cleared and the clouds part and it is an instant change to the environment as Bali is back to the future to ass across the beach and into a tree. It's not that bad. It's like home. 
I'm not used to burning and this sucks! 105 damage. We Did probably should have let Hat Trick get a little bit uh, <laughs> more of a head start. I, I kind of envisioned could just see the this dome thing, but yeah. <laughs> and he's flying away in the shock waves, just kind yes, of like, like, like son of a no, bitch, no, no, here it comes. Little James Horner music, yeah. Again. <laughs> uh, Bolly blasted away, leveled. Uh, is there any remnant of this? sphere left. No, there's just you with a dagger in your hand and a stunned look on your face and the cartoon blasted black hair. <laughs> How's there, Where's, yes, is everyone all right? Ah, are you all right? You're, you're a ground zero of that I'm, thing. I'm, 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 I'm fine. I don't need those teeth. Uh, Bali uh, charges into the middle of everyone and starts casting his uh, his uh, big uh, uh, area effect heals. Um, Xander, roll a twenty sided die. Okay. Twice. Twice. Rolling two. Wow. One was a natural twenty. The other one was just a nineteen. Justin. All right, Yelena does not die from the blast uh, and is barely conscious by the time Bali makes his way back over and starts casting some healing. Oh my gosh. I don't know where everyone's at, but this is just the... Yeah, I can't seem to change my hit beginning start as healing here. Uh, I had to refresh. Uh, oh, okay. I'll yeah. have to refresh as well then, I guess. What's your guys' plan? Uh, to heal, number one. Well, all right. Keep Yelena <laughs> safe. Have to take a look at the items in the bag because Bali certainly pricked his ears when he heard the prayer beads. Let's uh, get um... out of the area immediately because this was bound to attract some attention to the woods. Be before any movement, in the ruckus of the scene from Avatar where everyone's waking from the carnage of the blast, uh, Yaru hears ringing in his ears. He hears voices in his ears, thinking it's his friends. He hears a female voice calling out to him for some reason. Yaru, hello? Yaru. Kabon? Kabon, I need you. He's reaching out to Kabon, the minotaur from the Thousand Isles who oh. gave a uh, jewel to that he can connect to telepathically. So he's sobbing okay, and throbbing so are... on the ground, calling out to Kabon right now. Uh, all right, Kabon uh, answers. This is the Minotaur way over in the Thousand Isles. Um, is it really you? Yaru, what? what is this? I hear you. The jewel I gave you. The coin, it allows me to speak to you in times of need. And I need you now. I need the people of the Thousand Isles. If you can believe it, we have joined forces with a dragonkin mage. He has told us of these wrist spheres. There are three of these 
on the whole of Varen. One of them, Kaban, is near you now. Tell me, is the weather changing there too? Yes, the weather is cold and has turned sour for weeks and months now. I think soon you will hear news of the weather changing back to normal here in Ivoron, as we have just destroyed a rift sphere. If you can find the rift sphere, find the source of this energy, there will be a dome of snow and ice. Find a way to enter this, this dome. Destroy the rift sphere. These are the only way to take care of Charais. I will send out what ships we have to search for this dome and this sphere. I would not believe anyone saying they've made allies of the Colium, but you, you I believe. I would not make allies with them in any other situation. I must leave you now, but if you hear anything, Gabon, my ears are open. And he kind of fades a little unconscious until Sildren, uh, uh, his voice uh, wakes him back up. Cool. Gain a uh, hero point. Oh, cool. Thanks. I will, and I join uh, Sildren and the rest of the group. Let us be <laughs> cindered mess that is. Yeah. I know Let you us want us to wounds we can quickly and then be <clears throat> on our way to the woods and find what cover we can. Everyone, don't forget to heal up 37 points. Oh, thank you. you. And Sildren casts Pass Without a Trace as we start to head away from this area. Okay. You guys head away and disappear into the forest. It takes a little bit of hiking before you are back into the thick snow on the ground that is outside of that warmth former dome area. And you can already see what was a clean division is now slush and sort of melting and there's snow on one side, but melting and water on the other. And you walk into a winter thick snow forest, but the snow that's falling is much, much lighter than when you first uh, came in. You get a couple miles away from that whole uh, pond and foresty area, and what do you guys want to do and or say? I think this is a good first step. This is one of three that are left. Sounds like there's already a big fight happening over the other one. So now we just need to take care of one more. And we may be able to end this thing before it even begins. I'm really excited. Are you excited? Beacon Charice's plans. There is more going on here than meets the eyes, Anna. Even my student has been corrupted by Charice. Her reach goes far. And I feel it will be up to us to end that reach amongst our own people, mine, Bolly's, and yours back home. What do you say we do? We don't go back. We gotta keep going forward. Sometimes the only way forward is back. Back home. Perhaps retracing our steps to each of our homes can provide more answers. Why would we do that? 
We have like two more of these spears to destroy. Right. I have just spoken with Caban in the Thousand Isles and updated her on the situation of the Rift Spheres. Hopefully that will give us some advancement in that search. How did you do we, that? We know where the other Rift Sphere is. We were close to it. Will you tell it's us? It's on that island. <laughs> we're, we're, we're... Majinor. Yeah. Majinor's Island. Okay. And then uh, where there's one up to like the north, <clears throat> the northeast. Uh, okay, yeah. Yaru will go back into either his mind, or he can just have done it then and just told her specifically where it is. <laughs> he sends a quick text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick update! <laughs> we know where it is. Now. Just checked my Google real quick. I found it. I had a bookmark. Back some charges like will apply. Yeah. Also, milk, some chicken, and some M and M's too. Don't forget those. And love ya. <laughs> Don't forget to destroy the wrist fair. <laughs> Pick up a wrist fair for me, maybe. All right, that message is passed on, and I'll. Okay. I won't take that hero point back. All right, continue on. It's <laughs> a palik, I guess. Shit. <laughs> if Jadis is corrupting even the monks in my temple. And her reach is more powerful than we dare go up against now. We need to take these other spheres out. I agree. Anything to slow her down. Take away her power, her will. And then there's the issue of the red dragon, Shale. Who may not be an ally, but who may not, who may also be an enemy of Charice. <clears throat> yes. So discontent, chaos, uh, nothing unusual for the dragons that I know. How many dragons do you know? Two now, which is <laughs> two too many. I thought you were the great slayer of dragons. I don't only slay them. Two? I know a few, but I don't oh. slay them. Well, you, you slayed one. You're a dragon friend now? I, 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 I would slay them if I could, but... Stonefather has me doing other things on his behalf. So on to Dakarath, then? Dakarath? What are we going to the Dakarath? Well, there's a sphere there. This real sphere thing, guys. I mean, we're going to <laughs> now I'm not, I'm not the one who's lost I have, anymore. <laughs> I have to check where Dakarath is. I don't have my map. I think going to Dakarath's a bad idea. Oh. Can I, can I say that? Yes, yeah, yes, you why, can. Why and do you're th- right. But why, she's why do you, right. I'm not saying she's not, but why do you think that? You're part of this group. You, you don't uh, need to be scared to say things. The rest of them say said, stupid stuff all the time. Well, that's true. Um, uh, he said that that dragon guy said that uh, there there was a, a, a losing fight going on over there in Dakarath already. Did he not say it was against the Colium that are losing? Yes, but it's because of the dead. It was the battle against the dead. Yeah. Yes, this and is they the... were... The Colium were being defeated by Scorginar, as it were. Hmm. Not a so fight I... I'd want to get in the middle of. My people right. are also fighting against the dead in that area. Is this sphere going to be better in... Scorginar's hands? not. But if Skorgenar is there, 
or his agents are working there. That perhaps is where we should go. Well, I don't like dragons, and I don't unlike dead. And in order of don't like, I you don't like, like the magic. undead first. And then I don't like dragons. And God help <laughs> us all if we find an undead dragon. That would be very bad. I agree with that. I think we should head back to Majinors. We already know how to navigate it. We know what's in there. We know how to get to it. And I'm pretty confident that Shurice wouldn't be there again. Maybe. We're closer to Dakara, still. And the... Well, if we're going there, I'm rearranging my spell list. That's for sure. <laughs> and our friend Hattrick did mention uh, the general just to the west of us. Who we may be able to? Who's assaulting? That's another thing. He's, they're 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 going after the city. Yep, and we could disrupt that as well, which may be an important part of this whole thing. Oh man, we're we're fairly close to that to uh, um, Varric, right? Oh, well. Um, kind of, sort of. I think like, it took us like dead a, in the middle. five days to get where we're at. But that was within clement weather, so it might be quicker. Yeah. He also said that there was uh, uh, an attack uh, being made right now. And we might get caught in the middle of that if we head uh, back to the city. Oh, he's right, the one on the wall. That's why he said he couldn't go west. There's no place safe for us. Well, we're not dragon kin, so it might be a little safe for us. It's uh, our job to make it safe for everyone else. So. Ah, I like that. It's not used Unless to Unless undead, I'd be happy with too. I'm for going to the Dakarath. Join my stone kin. We beat down the undead. We fight back the white dragons. It's hero work. Can, can we do hero work up at Majinor's? Well, why oh, don't we... not laughing. <laughs> we can, but you want to go all the way over there, we're going to have to come back to Dakarath, right? We're going to have to take care of both of these spheres. Correct, Xanar? Yes, that's true. So we're closer to one, which is going to put us further away from the other. And we have someone going to the other one. All right. I don't mean... They may not be a sorcerer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who else besides us, are, you know, are going to be able to take care of this. If like that blast would have killed... All right. <laughs> if only we had a faster way to travel. Well, that's true. One looks down at Xanar. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, Xanar, remember that book in, 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 that you traveled through back in the Nexus? Yes. Hey, what's the Nexus? I've never heard of this. Do we know where the Nexus point in the north is? Yeah, well, I know of one. 
But yes, there might be one closer. I, I might need to see if the key can direct us to anything close. Um, Xander will retrieve his Nexus key. Okay. Out of his bag, and he would like to—he'd like to focus to see if there's a way that he can determine if the if another Nexus point is nearby. Make a Arcana roll of forty. Good luck. Good luck. Wow. That's a that's a big roll. Let's see what I can do. Skills Arcana. Yeah. It's not quite there. That's a thirty-one. So I'm going to use a hero point. You can do it. Good luck. Good luck. Focus. Oh. Natural one. Balls. That means chaos magic, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, it should. We haven't done chaos magic in a long time. It's my first time. one since we <laughs> since we first came up with that. Where is our chaos magic? There it is. Chaos magic. Now, two. You've been three. benefiting from the chaos magic by having your powers boosted, right? A couple times. A couple times. Uh, okay, so not this is just that good. the downside of that blessing. Okay, I rolled three and I picked the one most interesting to me. As Xana really focuses on the key, you hear a popping sound around Xana. And then you see Xana slowly float up into the air. <laughs> oh God, we've, we've seen this before. <laughs> he is tumbling gently up and up and In a up. different season. Uh, Yara's gonna throw a rope up. All right. Get it out of this bag and throw it up. Xander, you grab onto the rope and are now a gnome balloon. I can't come down. Tie that on your waist. Is that what he meant to cast? I don't know. What's that? Is he kind of puffed up too? He's puffed up a little bit, yeah. And then there's like some great morning show Sunday host talking about it. And here we have Xander coming on the Thanksgiving float. Look at the kids laughing. Yeah, Yaru ties it to Yelena. Here you go, little girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Xander Day Parade. Uh, I can't find the Exodus point up here. Children will cast a level seven dispel magic. Okay. We have a clan dagger too, I can. <laughs> well, you've done enough with that today. No, okay. <laughs> Make a spell attack roll and you need a 40 or higher. Even the my level seven? The level seven affects its level, but you have to go against its initial DC. Okay. Uh, how do I roll just a spell DC thing? Just make any spell just attack. Just make a spell attack, yeah. Forty-one. Woo! Woo! And Sildren turn around, Xander. A cancel. <laughs> Xander, you come crashing down. You take five points of bludgeoning damage, and Sildren has removed a nullifying gravity, reverse gravity effect on you that was going to last two weeks. Oh, my, oh my goodness. <laughs> that would have made for some fun episodes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Can I take it back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. Let me use a hero point and re-roll yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That could have been really bad. All right, let me try this again. 
Are, are you sure? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think I could do that twice. That no, would you be, can't do it twice. Every crazy pants. Uh, yeah. No, you can't no, do I it can't. twice. It's, you affect. I'm all pooped out. Sorry, can I attempt to do the same? You cannot. You do not have a special connection with the Nexus that Xander does as Fair he enough. is the Nexus key master. Hey, guys. <clears throat> I, I, I don't mean to be uh, intrusive, um, but I heard something about some prayer beads. I'd like to look at those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's have a look at our loot. Not that I don't feel bad about <clears throat> the keys and this Nexus thing you keep bringing up, but... Well, the Nexus thing is important. We need Molly. that for Yaru's screen. Yeah, Chris's cattail. I'm, <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> they have special plugs you could do that for. Anyways, um, <laughs> what do you, you think it is, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Where, how big is it? Um, it's articulated. <laughs> Molly, you open up the bag and get out some prayer beads and Yaru immediately identifies them for you Whoa. as being prayer beads in honor of the Queen of Jarvain, AKA Char Ice. They have no magical effect, but they have certain um, pseudo-religious and definitely political value to a certain Kalim. Interesting. Also in there is a piece of paper, there is a quill, no ink, and there are two uh, pieces of metal, and that is it. He said something about a teleportation quill. Must be what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, um, you want to take a first crack yeah. at all of these things? I'll take a look. Xander takes a look while slowly tying a rope around his waist. Just in case. Xander, make take it. Arc I'm going to let you make an arcana roll. This has a possible special connection to you. You get to make this identification roll. Arcana, Ooh, okay. Please. Here we go. Ollie is going about and doing uh, uh, healing as okay. he goes, medicine on everyone. 33. With a 33, you are able to see that Hatrak has been given or found or something, this teleportation quill, and has been trying to use it on this piece of paper, trying to create some sort of teleportation scroll. You, after just a few moments, you have quick identification, don't you? Yes. Uh, you very quickly discern that it is not designed for this at all, and he was doomed to failure. It's, it's not designed for paper. Um, uh, what you have found, where is it at? There it is, is something you quickly identify as a Nexus quill. That might be a game changer. And this Nexus quill, <clears throat> is, when infused from a powerful source of magic, the Nexus Quill can be used to create Nexus runes in a circle on the ground or around an object. This process takes 12 hours to create, 
and the crafter must have a nexus key of any type in his possession during all 12 hours. Upon the successful crafting, the runes can be used by anyone with a similar nexus key to teleport to the nexus and back. You're creating a permanent nexus point. The A nearly blank book will automatically be created in the nexus when the runes are created. However, this is a unfinished book. So using it to go back to where these runes are takes a longer one hour teleportation time. Uh, but if you spend several hours and several days in the nexus writing and writing, you can flesh out that book to make it near instantaneous like the other books currently are. The status of this nexus quill is currently infused, so it can be used one time. This is the most valuable thing I think I have encountered on our entire journey. You guys! And then Piercy grabs it and sticks it in his hat. They <laughs> <laughs> don't go there, Xander. They're prayer beads. Less valuable, I that's know. How, that's how. Yeah. That, wow. And it's you said it's infused, so it has a charge. It has one charge in it. Wow. Wow. Indeed. That's awesome. Do I, um, based on the information you just, to fill the book so it can be used further, you said it needs to be written in, does it just need to have general descriptions of the area that it's from, or where does the writing come from? Do I need to know that information? No, the writing comes from the magic of the book. You you are both creating the book and the book is also partially feeding the information to you. You sort of become a temporary expert in the magical and physical space around that and it starts to flow. And the more days you put into it, the shorter that time becomes from one hour. And if you spend several days over time, it can be uh, instantaneous uh, going outbound. If I recall, above the lake there is an outcropping there's there's a high uh, high wall area and you said there's like an outcropping of stone at above yes. that yes i th with this quill i can create a nexus point like i was just trying to do with the key but this really can actually make one for real and i can keep it in a permanent spot so we would always know how to get back to this lake in this location and more importantly it could take us back to the nexus point so we could travel to another point. Like Dakotith. That's pretty Perhaps. great. Yes. Or, yeah. Or, or the Thousand Isles. Exactly. It takes a <clears> lot <throat> of practice, but I could start it if this is something you guys want to do. Well, before you, yes, of course. It but what about this other stuff? What is this metal? <laughs> Too late, running away! I love you, Seth. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, this metal is Yeah, that's great, but here, take this. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, God power. Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This metal is something you've seen before. It is a trade bar, which is worth 1,000 coins. However, this one's a little different. It is a platinum trade bar worth 1,000 platinum, which is 10,000 gold equivalency in Varen math. And the second one 
is a second copy. It is two platinum trade bars. Wow. Whoa. The largest amount of coins value you have ever seen. That's 2,000. And if we yep. ever and had any downtime, we would actually be able to sell it. Oh, man. We'll if we find, um, what's his face's place again? Myers? I want the shop. Uh-huh. <laughs> where, so Zainer, back to your your little your quill. Where, where do you want to? You can see so you can like. What do you have to do to get us back to the Nexus? And I... didn't Idrisil also say he used to live somewhere around here? Yes, Idrisil. yes, he did. <laughs> he did. Yes, this is the forest that he's from, I believe. So that would be another potential place to use as a connection. What if we went back to your little druid hut, your little druid cave, and used it there? That is well. six days away. No, it's not. Was that, that was in bad weather. Away? In bad weather. This is normally a, couple a days. three day journey. Because uh, you said it takes a while, right? We can't, like, Yes. Yeah, on this shit for a long time. How about the Tower of Skorjanar? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, no. Hard twist. Hard of bitch. Hard <laughs> really a bad idea. <laughs> what do you think, Xander? I think those are good options. <clears throat> if, if the Druid Cave is a permanent location that we can just find out every time, that'd be a neat place to rest. The idea of being part of Idrisil's original village would be neat. If we're welcome there, it'd be terrible if it's hostile to us. This is a landmark location. It is a lake with a kraken in it and a giant hole. This is an easy place to trace and come back to, though I don't know how connected it is to other places. But it's certainly a neat place. What about that little shitbag gnome we found yeah, uh, earlier today? He's Where probably he dead live? by now. Well, yeah, who cares? But he probably <laughs> yeah, has a place, right? <laughs> I, I'm... Let's, I mean, it is, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's up to Xanner. And as long as Char Ice doesn't come to investigate, while he's preparing. What do you guys fine. think? That's if only why we, we had a magical the... yurt that couldn't be seen from the outside. Well, that's um, why yeah. the, the druid cave, right? We're super safe there. I think Xander's concern is that without Sildren, we may not be able to get in. Uh, also, Sildren, that is, it is a real place without a real entrance. Okay. Yeah. Let's, I, I I would say here is a good place. Okay. Um, and it's going to start then. He, he heads up to the stone outcropping, uh, obviously finding the, the most stable part of the area that looks like it will last for as long as it ever could and starts working with the quill and drawing runes. And Sildren will start creating, like, camouflage to help, like, in case there's an aerial flyover or something. Okay. 
of our spot um, that it would be very hard to see and find us. Um, Bleak will help you with that. Yeah. And he's also going to keep pass without a trace up as well. So we have Xanner kneeling on top of this precipice on his hands and knees, very carefully creating runes, runes that are so small that they are runes that make up larger runes that are bluish and magical, uh, that are permanently being placed upon this rock. You are permanently marking Varen forever. That is overhanging the endless pond that is swarming with nasty black biting creatures that has a strange icy fortress thing underneath inside of it that has a strange kraken underneath that and that is where xanner is creating this uh just very carefully a little uh debris and foliage is being placed over the top and as night starts to descend as xanner is writing all these uh runes we will stop there for tonight so, uh, a very interesting uh, way to end up. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen next week. Be there.